0: episode 34 of the podcast it's been a few weeks another one back in 2022 we had a guest on last week hence why we don't have enough mics for six people to be in one room (laughs) together or the room um and yeah so potentially big things to come in the sense of might be coming a video video podcast on spotify one of the first perhaps The form has been sent, and they're probably watching this because they wanted to look at our video content as well. So I had to send them the YouTube link to this. So we're we're starting off with a nice, non controversial topic for them to look at. Uh, So we're doing like this whole HNC. Yeah, HNC with NEC. Oh, that's what we should have called it. Why did I call it Hatchet and Hasty for so long? Never mind. mind. Um, uh, <laughs> the
1: time it was us <laughs>
0: yeah well yeah but now we're growing and expanding and james right. has come on board and everything and uh right, here we are now so that all that stuff that we're kind of talk, we'll talk about that another time <laughs> uh forget about that focus on this uh so we're talking about the iraq war the second one specifically the we'll say the iraq war but it was basically the invasion of iraq the removal of Stam's regime, the whole...
1: From 2003 to 2011. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, from when the that Americans
0: one. went into the left. Yeah. But they still have some people there. They, but, do, you know, they
1: just can't help themselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, so, we were meant to do this a couple of weeks ago, and then it got postponed and stuff. Uh, so the, the notes that we have are from a few weeks ago, but we watched um, a documentary. I watched a few uh, on this particular subject, and I think... We're all of an age of where, okay, we were maybe still kids or like teenagers or whatnot, but we had like a kind of understanding of what was going on at the news at the time. We're like, old enough to remember. Yeah, exactly what like, it was. When people mentioned like nine eleven to me, like I can kind of remember it, but I can't remember taking in what it actually was as it happened because I was still like six, seven at the time. Um, whereas with this one, it was like I woke up before school and like it was on the news and I could kind of digest what it was this time you know what I mean I understood that there was like people fighting and yeah and
2: all that I remember nine eleven quite clear
1: Nine eleven was a strange one for me I remember going I was in primary school primary oh gosh I was nine I was about nine years old anyway and I just remember going in, in, into into school and everyone's talking about like nine eleven and I'm sat there like what mm. how do you not know and I'm like because I play outside like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah yeah like, like I just I don't know what else to say, and they were just like, "Right, yeah, this has happened." I went home, and obviously, living living on a military base, everyone's up in arms about it. And my dad's going, "Yeah, right, this is serious, you know." <laughs> this is say, what how happened. did you not hear about <laughs> it?
0: You're like in like the best place possible to have heard about that. Wow,
1: well, exactly, and but I'm, you know, I don't lie when I say I'm yeah know, really true. quite true. negligent to all that kind of Pro- stuff. Probably nature's told me a good way <laughs> to be. <yeah. laughs> but I
0: mean, this nine eleven quite links in with what we're going to talk about today in the sense of yeah. there's a lot of kind of link. Well. There was a lot of kind of portrayed links to what the regime in Iraq was doing mm-hmm. with... Um, well, Bush was
1: trying to use that as a main main pushing point to uh, getting out while getting there quicker. Mm. Obviously, trying to like bypass certain people, trying to push it and push it and push it. But was it
0: the UN? Yeah, the UN wanted clear evidence. And I think the weapons inspector, the guy that was heading up the weapons investigation, I think he died the week before that this invasion happened. I don't. I think he might have had a long term illness or something. I, I, people like obviously people jumped to like they killed him, you know. Like, <laughs> you know, like but I think like he was like battling. Because at first,
1: with the weapons specialist, he was quite peaceful. Um, he was allowing them to come in, yeah. and neutralize what what they had to neutralize and mm-hmm. dispose of what they had to dispose of. And then when it came down to the crunch, he just basically told them get out. Well, there was there <laughs> was, there was <laughs>
0: two sides to this in the sense of there was the UN that were trying to establish. Whether or not there was w- weapons w- of w- mass w- destruction w- there, and then you had the coalition, which would have been us, America, um, I think Holland sent troops, but like us in America were like the main I mean, was, faces it was, of I it. I think
1: it was Poland and A- Spain. Australia. Yeah, Australia.
2: Australia, that's
0: Australia I mean. But yeah. Our, our governments and administrations were the one we're that the, were we were the pushing main, it. Uh, yeah, we were the main ones. want an answer. some right? people in NATO were. Not too keen on it, like France, Germany, and that were like, you know, hold on a second here. Let's just maybe Those let didn't you help process. You find
1: out that Tony Blair was actually really, really good friends with George Bush, and he actually yeah. said, "We will follow you."
0: Very strange, though, right? Because Tony Blair was a Labour Prime Minister, right? So Labour's left wing, or it was left wing, whatever it is now, but it's been always been like the left wing party versus the right wing party, that's mm-hmm. conservatism, and George Bush was a Republican, right? Which is like even harder conservatism in America. So the fact that those two got on is kind of a weird thing, but anyway. um, So the first kind of thing that I wrote down was big focus on WMD threat to justify war. Now, throughout the documentaries, and having watched and read stuff on this in the past, uh, my kind of... big,
1: heavy user of CWs. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. That's that's an anagram I've always seen with CWs. Mm. CWs, chemical warfare. This guy loves it.
0: Yeah, well, that, that's the thing. Like, they were talking that he had a nuclear program or he was trying to achieve a nuclear program, at least. They were talking about the chemical weapons, which he had possessed before, but there was some kind of debate of whether they would still be in date and stuff in terms of it could actually do damage or whatnot. Uh, but it's the first thing that you see at all these press conferences, WMD. It's him, not only him. There's uh, Dick Cheney, who was his vice president. There's Rumsfeld, who was the secretary of state at the time uh and a guy called colin powell who was the guy that we'll talk about this in a bit because it's in my notes but he actually gave a presentation to the U, uh un summit or whatever you call it to justify or to try and convince them like look they're here we know they're here we should
1: yeah actually i think i've I've seen it on my um the, the video that i watched was uh it was like a little booklet it comes out and starts highlighting yeah yeah i've actually written down it's some like lines a, um, from it as well
0: you know when they do like senate things in America like hearings and there's like a big table and there's a big panel over yeah. and it was kind of like that mm. and he was taking like little um, vials of like I think it was anthrax or something this was one of the things that they were accusing Iraq of having the capabilities and saying that they could uh, like this amount of anthrax would cost certain thousands of lives and stuff to kind of their case and then they like got pictures of Like they've obviously been surveilling the country of like uh, missile sites and all this uh, type of stuff, Uh, but obviously like it was heavily kind of debated whether it was like recent or whether it was old or if it was in use or not in use and whatnot.
1: There was a controversial issue when it was um, what's the term they use? It's a chemical precursor, Mm. Um, but obviously a lot of them can be used for like other products, like other legit products. But the argument was is it for legit products or yeah. are you using it as like a chemical precursor for an agent or mm-hmm. what? <laughs> so, so I know that was a controversial issue for a while because they, they just, well, you know what they got, like they got a bit difficult and they didn't want to share too much information, mm-hmm. which d- doesn't make you look good. really good. I think
0: one thing that I think most people agree on now, whether they were aware of it at the time or just looking back on it now, mm. is that the Bush administration definitely had kind of premeditated oh, yeah. agendas and wanted to do this at some point. Like, I even... This is not a controversial thing to say either, because Gordon Brown, who was the former Prime Minister of the United Kingdom and was um Chancellor at the time to Tony Blair's government, has even said that he thinks the Americans were going in to remove Saddam anyway, regardless of whether they had weapons or if they, they didn't or they didn't. Um, and obviously, like, that's what it was sold on, right? That's what they said... Was um, like you know Bush was in the bloody Oval Office like once a week announcing a new war at one point, wouldn't they? Like you know aye, when like aye. the Iran stuff was kicking off. Aye. I remember I stayed up for that right because it was like oh this could like really kick off because like obviously they took out that Suleimani guy that was the head of that um, militia that they were running in Iran or something mm. and obviously it was debatable if that was legal or whatnot and then Iran was going to retaliate and like CNN were saying like the president's going to address the nation I was like wow this is proper going to kick off <laughs> so I thought they were going to bring Bush back and like have him swivel around in a chair like hello there again <laughs> you might have Iran. recognized me from other war announcements <laughs> but um so to kind of Get to the point of what I was just saying there of Bush having it was always in his um, resume to have a look at this, and I'm pretty sure it was his father that might have been president when the first Gulf War happened in the early nineties. What was that? 88 to ninety.
2: Yeah, something like that. Because I remember Clinton
0: was like early nineties to uh, late nineties, early two thousands.
2: I kind of think like he had an agenda to go in there because it was almost as though, right, okay, well, Saddam was there before, so. What if they're planning something else? Yeah, let's wipe them out just to make sure yeah, that yeah. does not happen. It
1: got real. It, it seemed to get really really difficult for Iraq and Iran together at one point because they were had and it was that separation with their religion. It was both Islamic religions. Yeah, but one was Sunni. It was Sunni, more, uh, Sunni and Shia.
0: What's that's a, sorry, that's what's the, the difference? One. It's uh, it's kind of like you know how we've got christianity and there's Victorian protestant and Christ. catholic Aye. it's kind of right, that okay. version because there's a lot of sectarian type stuff which happens yes. all over the uh, world a very yeah. big word do. in that yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah
2: uh sectarians used a lot especially if you live here yeah or if been, you live yeah. in northern Ireland or yeah. Ireland or whatever it is but then obviously
1: the um with the because i didn't it t- i didn't realize that the isis actually stood for what was it, islamic state mm-hmm. um iraq and syria mm-hmm. i was I, I didn't know that <laughs> like well, like I, the first, I actually didn't know that the first time work. that oh. I
0: heard that, uh, that, I just, thanks. Cause that <laughs> like, that's something <laughs> that was kind of formed as a result of this in a way Yeah. Um, or it came to power more prevalently in a way because of this <laughs> it
1: just started, it's, I don't mean to laugh, I'm not laughing because it's funny but it, it's more out of shock but groups, those terrorist groups deliberately went to Iraq to train yeah. terrorist groups because it was the perfect breeding ground yeah. for them
0: mm-hmm. And the, the first time I heard about it was when there was a bunch of coups that happened in the Middle East, early 2010s, and Egypt was the first one, I don't know if anyone remembers this, where like, um, it was Al Mubarak or something, they were trying to get rid of him from, and he had like tanks on the streets and that, and then it was from there, obviously we had already kind of gone into Afghanistan and Iraq at this point, point. Yeah. and then Libya kicked off with Gaddafi, Syria with uh, the guy that's still in power there now, I think it's Assad or whatever his name, can't remember off the top of my head. Um, getting back to what I was saying, so I, in the documentary that I watched, it was primarily around the Bush administration. One of these, mm-hmm. um, and it was saying that. So when did Bush get elected? Was it two thousand?
2: Because I think he was in the... No, it, it, was it not like two thousand? Well, when, well, nine eleven was two thousand and one, wasn't it? Yeah, I think that was his first year in that office. That was his first. Like that was literally his first thing to do was an operation. that's yeah. near enough.
0: Because like, wasn't isn't it? It might be what we were saying before. You know How we were discussing the Biden Trump thing and. How when someone gets elected it's like a three month process before they transition over. Yeah. So I think it might have been the election happened in two thousand, but he didn't actually get inaugurated until the start of two thousand and one. Yeah. So it's not that long into his, his reign or whatever presidency or whatever, but apparently when he won the election, which was very, very highly contested because I think it actually went to the Supreme Court to get a recount and stuff like that, because it was that close. It was Sheesh. him and um Al Gore, who has went on to, you know, be a South Park character in that. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, he made it. Yeah, yeah. Um, He he won, like, a very, very closely contested election. I think there was one state where it was, like, as close as it could get in terms of, like, votes. Um, But apparently the first thing, that, like, he said when he, like, knew he'd become president, I was like, right, what are we going to do about Iraq? So this is, what, 2000, this is a good three... Two half years, three years before the actual invasion happens and that. And it was something that was constantly brought up.
1: Because obviously they took QA, didn't they? Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's right. I remember so that. That's
1: where it was because they went in there and they took QA. I had
0: family there. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I think that was obviously a niggle. I think
0: was that not the first Gulf War? That's right. Yeah.
1: yeah. And I think that's obviously a lasting, that like you say, from his father. Yeah. I think it's a lasting impression from his father. Mm. <laughs> yeah. that, were
0: they not both in the military or something like that? I know he served in the vietnam war i believe I, george I'm, w bush i'm not Robert, too sure about his dad no, try but, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> his secretary of state at the time on september 12th so the day after 9-11 my birthday uh <laughs> questioned uh, uh donald rumsfeld raised the question uh should we use 9-11 as an opportunity to do something about iraq mm. which is it's crazy within itself, right? Because you're twenty four hours out from whatever people's beliefs are in that situation, uh, on nine eleven, right? It was a tragedy, right? Because people died. Loads of innocent people was died. It like three thousand
2: people. Yeah,
0: it was as bad as it Pearl Harbor, also, I believe, bad. right? It, ah, I think bad. it might have actually and not that's just
1: the death toll that wasn't injured, that like
0: killed. Yeah, that's yeah. The, yeah, that's yeah, that's a death toll. And the majority yeah. of that obviously came from the towers, right? And obviously yeah. you had the people on flight ninety three and the yeah. plane that hit the Pentagon and that. And taking into account as well the amount of fur because do you know what I, you know that documentary I was talking about when we were last on the nine eleven the new Pearl Harbor and that which I can't share it to you and stuff so maybe we shouldn't bring up the title of it in yeah. case they're like you're not going to share your stuff anymore. <laughs> Jim, but, uh, what documentary? Yeah, I know, right? What is a documentary? God's sake. It worse, <laughs> um, but uh, it was saying in that that the fires that the like the towers collapsed with they burnt for three months under the ground after the towers collapsed. So that these things were still smaller than that till, like, just before Christmas. Like, that that blew my mind when I was, like, hearing this. And the amount of, like, first responders um, that had maybe just gotten out of the building in time but were in, like, the vicinity of... Or maybe had got out of rubble if they were in the vicinity and got, you know, covered in some or whatnot. And the people that ended up dealing with the, like, wreckage afterwards. Yeah, yeah. The amount of, like, like, lung disease and that that those people... Like developed in like you know t- 10 years down the line of that because just from the if you're thinking of the smoke inhalation um i think they were in Any the kind of process bestos. of like a removal as well yeah. at the same time yeah um like con- anything you can think of all that bad stuff and this stuff is smoldering under the ground is bringing up
2: all the smoke while they're working they're working in the cold and that okay. i remember seeing the documentary sorry to interrupt you but i remember seeing that documentary just on just this well last year and uh, I remember seeing Bush in a helicopter and he was, like, going out in the helicopter, like, the day after, or maybe after a couple of days after it happened, mm-hmm. to see all the people that were clearing up the wreckage. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, he had the
0: big megaphone, didn't he? Where he yeah. was like, we're
2: going to get... <laughs> That's right, yeah. And, but that, just looking from it from above, looking at that, <sighs> unbelievable. Even just, looking at it, I remember the 10th anniversary
0: of it now, which is, like, it's over 20 years since it happened, which is mm-hmm. crazy, but... They did a thing on the 10th anniversary because when they got Osama bin Laden, it was, like, a couple months before uh, the anniversary of um, 9-11 and, like, they had, like, a like a show, not a show, but, like, a news coverage of the anniversary and that and seeing, like, it's called Ground Zero now, I believe. That's right, yeah. Um Just, like, totally... I think it's, like, these things were, like, waterfalls, like waterfalls into yeah, it yeah.
2: and it was just so surreal seeing yeah. that in terms of, like... the shape of yeah. The shape of the building on the ground... Is now, well, it's got plaques of everybody's name that died. Yeah, like a, a monument. The, yeah, yeah it's, it's actually really, really nice to look at. Yeah, it, but I've, I mean, I've heard from people that have been there to actually see it, mm-hmm. and they said it's they don't have any words. Yeah,
0: it must be pretty chilling. It's to pretty see, wild like, yeah. to go
2: there and actually see it, and yeah, because I think crazy. we get a
0: bit desensitized around that kind of stuff. Like even you know we have a, a war monument in the time that we're in and like i'll walk past that a bunch of times and like not think anything of it not of disrespect or anything yeah. just because i've like got other stuff on my mind but there is like the time that i'll i'll clock a name and then i'll maybe stand and look at it for a moment and think mm-hmm. like these are all people these are people that have like mm-hmm. lost their lives and yeah. they they didn't maybe see out their full life and that because of other things that have happened in the world that um you know scenarios and situations that you know that they were in and, and whatnot that through probably no fault of their own and stuff um no well definitely no fault of their own because there's always governments that decide wars and it's usually people below them that fight each other to settle the above beef if you will um but i think one thing that i'm pretty confident on on this is that this bush administration was going to fight if it wasn't wmds there was going to be someone else that they were going to use to to get there they were determined to do this um and I think you can see just in the tone of how they speak about it. Because after nine eleven, 11 right, uh, I don't know if anyone's ever seen Bush address Congress the day after. So it must have been right after he went to New York. So he must have took a flight all the way over to... don't um, oh know. well, New York's not too far away from Washington. Isn't it? it's both well, I
2: actually saw that, docu- no, that documentary I was talking yeah. about a minute ago. They were under threat the whole time. Mm. They thought that they were going to be getting... I mean, they thought, uh, what's the plane called? What's the, the, air the, Force air One. Air Force One, right? They thought that the plane was going to get shot down. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were leaving it like military air bases like mega, mega fast. Like it was literally like they were under threat the yeah. whole time. And then there was like a, a, a call on the radio and it was like in code. And it was the code name for the plane mm-hmm. itself. But they thought that someone had clocked the new, the name of that code of the plane. Mm-hmm. And they thought that, there was like a terrorist actually on board Air Force One yeah, at yeah. one point, so everybody was cut off from the pilots, nobody could get anywhere near them. The whole plane was locked down, like the whole thing. Like mm. so, getting from you know Washington to New York, and but it wasn't just Washington to New York; it was Washington to here, to there, to yeah, there, yeah. To, that, to New York, and uh, all
1: the other fifty, well, fifty or fifty-one states have been. Either. Yeah, the,
0: because he was at a school when it happened yeah there's that uh, that iconic moment of yeah. the guy whispering it in his ear and he's yeah. like and he's, he's got to he's, sit and yeah.
2: listen to the children read he's
0: like yeah. yeah anyway back to the book and stuff Yeah, um, and like <sighs> Flight 93 which is the one that didn't hit it's a 10 target. I believe that the, it had two targets and it was whatever one it could get to first. So mm. uh, it was in Washington as well because the Pentagon Panagina. got hit. Yeah. Yep. It was either the Washington Monument or was it, is it the Lincoln Memorial? It was one of those two and the White House. So obviously, like, you know, I mean, I know that um, America got taken by surprise, as, as as they say, but you would think that, like, the, the White House was probably going to be pretty hard to kind of do something like that two but anyway it did obviously it's irrelevant because it doesn't reach its target but like you were saying the president must have felt under threat because like you know that's the the biggest prize in america as far as they're concerned it
2: was a mega mega i mean anything could have happened yeah so i mean and they did and and they were up without air force escorts Mm. at some points so they didn't even have f-16s beside them or f-15s or whatever they didn't have any planes at this point well,
0: I think on the day of uh nine eleven, I think someone ridiculous like they only had four fighters because everyone else was away on war games, mm-hmm. um, patrolling the area from, like, Pennsylvania to, to, like, the whole, basically, eastern side of the United States, which is, like, it's such a big landmass of four jets to kind of... There was
2: four F-15s, I watched the documentary, and pilot says, yeah, like, you know, we hit the tower, yeah. Then there there's a way up, and then it was like, yeah, it's hit the next tower, yeah. Tower two's been hit, and he's like, "What am I gonna do?" So he's like, "They're up circling certain parts of the sky. They can't go too far. I don't know." Again, it's like a crazy thing. Like but at the end of
0: the day, it was three hundred jets because obviously yeah. they had called everyone back, and it was like the whole of America was just kind of like yeah. being <sighs> patrolled. But I think we agreed that uh, even though that's a separate event to what we're talking about just now. They definitely it was,
1: a very, it was a start it was a starting point for him definitely. It,
0: well he he came into Congress right and he was talking about the new axis of evil you ever heard that speech where he's talking about Iraq Iraq's mentioned in it right so Iraq North Korea Iran um I think it's I think it must be Afghanistan or something right but the fact that the people like Ar- Iran Iraq, North Korea, and America's had beefs with all of these countries, including Iraq invasion. They nearly went to war with Iran a few years ago and North Korea's always kind of been like here and there the relationship Excel. with them <laughs> yeah. Uh so we'll we'll move on from that. Uh in terms of so one of the things that they were claiming is that Iraq had capabilities that it could launch an attack on Western countries. That it, you know, mainly they were saying that it could launch an attack on mainland United States. Like, if they were building a nuclear program, they had the capability to translate in a warhead form to hit a city and the chemical weapons and all that. And this was going on about the WMDs again, and it was...
1: See, I get that, because that's what I was saying a wee bit earlier when, like, he's he's got his proven track record. Like, Saddam Hussein had a proven track record of testing chemical warfare Mm. on his own population. Yeah. So it's, like, it's not it wasn't it wasn't a small amount you know yeah and I think in um previous scuffles shall we say when um some of this was taken away and uh like destroyed or um like basically gotten rid of some of the amounts was like 5,000 liters sorry five hundred thousand, five hundred thousand 500,000 liters I was like and that's like a chemical agent and it's like Like four hundred thousand liters of a precursor, and it was all for CWs. I was just like, that's that's insane, you know. So when they when they're like, oh yeah, like we think he's, I I can understand why people were like, he's got them, he's got them, especially at at the reports are saying our Baghdad hasn't supplied sufficient evidence. Like there's still loads of like Scud missiles that are missing, and they're like, well, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. you know, like that that's not a light thing. Like that's Mm -hmm. not a light item. That's a very big military, you know, like.
0: Just because we'll talk about some things of where we think, did you know? Did we go in too early? Did mm. we were going to do it anyway? Should we have been able to do it anyway? Is it legal? or that? does not mean that we think Saddam Hussein was any type of good person slash leader. No. That no, Obviously no, no, one no, of the no. There's but biggest mass murders and atrocities. Yeah, there's in you the know. World.
2: There's again There's as they say. There's more more than one way to skin a cat. Yeah, I mean, listen. I mean, Saddam was actually torturing his his public for. Yeah. A long time. Long time. We'll and that's that. why, like, you know, when all the American troops, UK troops, you name it, you wave to them, like on the side of the road, like a farmer on the side of the road or something, they wave back. Mm-hmm. They're happy to see you because.
1: Well, that's how it started. The person it, in, not, in charge. Not by was, the end of it, though. Yeah, because by the so, end of it, they've seen us as. Yeah, and they wanted us gone. We were imposing, we were messing with their religion, their belief, but that was because of that dictatorship. And yeah, like I yeah. say, he got that paranoid. He started trying to put control more control on the people, but it wasn't just through their belief. He tried to physically put more control yeah. on the yeah. people. <laughs> and I suppose, like,
0: in a way, right, you would be pissed off in a sense of you're being liberated, mm. and that's fine. But then when because those people... Of that, and that's all you've known. When these people <laughs> like, then end did? up staying, they didn't just liberate you, get you a new government, and go home again. Yeah. They stay for, like, years upon years, and they've got arms, and they're going through with tanks and that. You're going to feel like you're being oppressed again, right? You're going to feel like this is just a different kind of occupier rather than yeah. actually removing what we have. Mm. Um, and I think a lot of the kind of detest as well as, you know we were trying to bring Western ideas to the country, and at the end of the day, like, the Iraq... Iraq is, like, not part of the West. It has its own way of life and its own culture, and it's entitled to have that, right? And I think we could say that we have been guilty of um, trying to... What is it, like, country-building that? Like, when we talk about staying and then Are we trying, trying to, to the have world? our own culture put in there yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah, like, well that, that was another... What we were just talking about the WMDs. It was, it started off as that, and then it was like it can affect here, though. It wasn't just that they have yeah. them in general, it was like uh, Defcon 2 next time when it? it was yeah. like we're here now, they can actually affect us. That's why we need to go. I and mean, uh, I mean, they also, as you said
1: earlier, they wanted to install that new regime. That was their second part of it WNDs. But we also want to
0: install a new regime. Mm. Do, you know <laughs> what, do you know what we, we did? Like, after, like obviously, we kind of, oh, we, oh, we did multiple times, we went through Saddam pretty quickly right the regime got overthrown pretty quickly done in the same year but once the whole occupation began and then the guerrilla fighting started and it was like we weren't really fighting like saddam's army or that at that point we were just fighting people who didn't want us to be there um it got to the point of where they then i think the americans tracked down a bunch of like uh saddam's old that top brass intelligence agency that you were talking about that Saddam had because he had th- many uh, branches yeah. of military and he had them all kind of
1: we're just going to say the secret royal guard yeah. that's, that, that's a term we're going to use he, we d- what we they mean.
0: tracked them down and like interrogating them and these people were admitting to like torture and murder and stuff like that that they'd done under the Saddam regime and then the American like, we came to the kind of conclusion of this is actually how you keep order and then we rebuilt it up which is like if like people in that country are seeing us doing that or sense in that, of course, they're going to be pissed off because yeah. then it's like you're just using the tools that he had for your benefit now rather than actually kind of caring for the people of the country. Um, so another point I put down is Bush administration only used intelligent that would benefit their argument, which I think is probably pretty fair to say Without in the sense of we did have another side of the coin, which we were... I, I can't remember we were talking about this before we came on or it was right at the start the UN had the weapons investigators in, and it was kind of like the coalition in the UN, right? Even though they're kind of meant to be the same thing. It was like the UN were like, look, let's let due process happen and find out what's actually there. Yeah. And then the coalition of probably us in America and some other countries were like, no, we can't wait for that. We need to go now. One of the things the documentary I was watching brought up about Bush was they always kept using the smoking gun reference. You know, the can't let it pass us by or, you know, can't let it be too late. We
1: need to act now.
0: Yeah. Uh, What else do we have? So, claim Saddam regime had links to terrorism. So this kind of goes back to what we were talking about.
1: Uh, Because they were claiming, I'm pretty sure it was Osama bin Laden they were claiming he had ties to. Yeah, that they
0: said that he was harboring al-Qaeda and something like Saddam had ties to, but I'm pretty sure Saddam and, uh, and Osama bin Laden very much hated each other. Yeah, because um, it
1: was opposite it was still yeah. Islam. It's still Islam. Yeah that thing when I the said sectarianism I mean, yeah. um, difference in religion. So oh like, you know,
0: obviously like <laughs> uh nice. they were obviously like arch enemies. They weren't really people who... but America had kind of and probably us as well. Um not us three, but our nation <laughs> we weren't in on it. Um it turned out Uh, to be false, this link that was constantly, you know, because even when Bush went into the Congress and did that axis of evil thing and mentioned all these countries, because this is when the quote-unquote war on terror started, right? after uh, Day after 9-11. And then you're mentioning uh, Iraq, Iran, North Korea. Like, that's kind of trying to insinuate that they're all in on it and they're like, all, like the axis of evil was Germany and Japan and Italy during the Second World War. yeah, And it was kind of insinuating that all these countries are in on this together, and like we were saying, they've all kind of had some sort of um, close confrontation with America in one way or another. Uh, so this kind of PR campaign and this kind of constant bringing up Saddam's got links to Al Qaeda, who were already fighting, and you know caused nine eleven and that. Yeah. Uh, there was a poll done in America. Uh, apologies if you can hear the wind. It's it's uh, it's quite blustery day. It's picking day. up again, people. Um, <laughs> Uh, so this poll was done, and it kind of convinced the majority of Americans that Iraq had something to do with nine eleven which is pretty crazy in itself in the sense of like not a lot of people were for the Iraq war in until two thousand and three, and even then it was still massively opposed is what we'll wow. go into down the line um so another thing that was brought up is apparently it was more of a looking for evidence rather than weighing the evidence up kind of approach, which I think we can. Let's so, just get there so we no, can I, find No, I, th- I think there's a legit point behind that. And I think people that that were in governments at the time that now look back, and like I mentioned with Gordon Brown earlier, admit, you know, looking it's at it then. now, they were going to find something to yeah. stick to them to get him out of there. Because I think the main aim of all was to get him out. Um, yeah. And I suppose, you know, if you're living in Iraq at the time, and being oppressed by this monster, you want him out anyway, but you well, don't mean, want they killed his sons first didn't
1: they they, they got his sons yeah. they got his sons before he that's went. right yeah
2: like they they not like um, they caught a place where were, he was being harbored by someone and they shot the place up mm. and then they went in into the building and there was grenades there was gut I mean obviously, obviously there was AKs everywhere yeah. and then like when they went there they were like uh, oh shit he's in bits like I do like kind of like um, them by his dental records I yeah. think no, yeah, well, it was two it says them
1: there. Um, the U.S. troops had killed Saddam Hussein's sons Uday and Qusay in a, mm-hmm. I guess I I, I might have butchered yeah. that. In a gun battle at their Mos- Mosul hideout in or on July twenty second, and that was in two thousand
0: three. Yeah, because the manhunt for Saddam was it was like the largest. It was in wild. History. Like well, the, the, do you know what? Do you know what the operation was called? Yeah, I, I did hear the name operation of it. Operation Red Dawn. That's yeah, it. yeah, after it, the, it the legitimately film, yeah. named after the Red.
1: 1984 film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I like read all this, and they actually had two yeah. units, Wolverine. Well, two areas of search, Wolverine One and Wolverine Two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it makes me laugh because that line is also in the Red Dawn film. So so I remember, like
2: <laughs> I remember seeing on the news like when I was younger. Obviously, it was like Saddam is. Oh, we've nearly got him. And then he's like, "Oh, he's escaped again." It's like, "Yeah, oh, nearly got him." And it's yeah. like, well, you're gonna hurry up and get him then?" Yeah, but they're yeah. like, "Oh,
1: we nearly got him." Oh no, he escaped. No, it turns out he was never there. He yeah. hasn't
0: been there. That was since basically he was like our way of saying yeah. we fuck. We haven't fucked up, yeah. but we have. We a boy, it a little bit.
2: There was a boy saying there was a, an F one one seventeen. It's it's uh it's, it's called a uh, stealth fighter, mm. right? And it's like the you that triangular thing? Yeah, because you get the stealth bomber, which is the one that obviously bombs and stuff. But they got the stealth fighter that's just, really cool thing, anyway, he was, um, he went up and he, they bombed, um, I can't remember, it was a, they thought it was, a, I think it was like a bunker or, yeah, it would have been a bunker, it would have been in, I think that's the right term, mm-hmm. and um, it's, they were like, a, when he landed, everybody was like clapping their hands and buzzing that they thought they'd killed him, yeah. and then like uh, <laughs> a couple of hours later, he's on the, he's on a, he's he's in his nation, yeah, yeah, one of the propaganda <laughs> like, videos. Oh, shit, he's not dead. All right, okay then. The hunt continues. Well, it's like uh, when the in- invasion was announced
0: on the 23rd of March, because there was a there was an address by Bush a couple of days before that that demanded that Saddam and his sons leave Iraq. Mm-hmm. They had um, 48 hours to comply. Yeah, and then there was going to be military action. And then Saddam was of the mindset of America's going to come, and if they're going to come, the people are going to be demoralised if we don't let them make as much progress as they need to make. if There's not... If, basically kind of what happened in the longer run of we didn't do anything it was just constant kind of we're here and people are are dying but there's not any kind of clear objective we kind of have done that and then we're kind of that's why he got away turning the people on us yeah exactly
1: he's seen as devils and he was like the the war
0: will fade out and they'll go home and and stuff and obviously like he massively underestimated like america's uh will to get him in specific in terms of what they did after they weren't Probably too sure on. Um, I think Bush
2: just wanted them. Yeah, I mean, he just wanted them. Yeah, I
1: think. I mean, there would have been a lot of pressure. I mean, also on here. I mean, in August, on August the nineteenth, from two thousand and three, um, a bombing at the UN headquarters in Baghdad killed twenty three people, including UN envoy Sergio Vieira Del Mello, and triggered the withdrawal of hundreds of UN workers from Iraq. Mm. Um, and then it also in October. And November, Iraqi insurgents launched a massive offensive during the month of Ramadan that struck dozens of targets, including the Red Cross headquarters in Baghdad. Now, Obviously, America, the UK, and probably every other country that was with them that wanted all this to happen, they all support things like the Red Cross. (laughs) So So they're like, oh, oh, it's on now. Yeah, Yeah. you know, and like the UN, obviously... The Team
0: America song started playing. Basically,
1: it's like, world police, let's go. Get on the ground. (laughs)
0: Uh, so uh, like one of the questions that I have do we think the public was misled on this I personally do
1: we weren't we were never told all the facts we're no we never shown I was
2: waiting still waiting. to say we're misled on fucking everything yeah, yeah. let's be honest we're I told mean, what what they deem when necessary yeah, the, to politicians necessary are salesmen to
0: right they need to sell you something and even when they don't sell you it they're Like, well, we've sold it to like 10 people, so let's go, let's do it. Let's do you know, it, yeah. it's in double figures, we've got enough people on site. I've
1: got 10 people who each, you know, are worth about 100 mil each, they outweigh the rest of the country. Yes.
0: <laughs> so, so, Bush said in Congress that uh, this is kind of like what would be um, perceived as disinformation or misinformation now, now because we've had to rename the word lie. Um, uh, Bush said uh, that he, the UK government, had told his administration that the, that they had learned that Iraq had tried to acquire uranium from. So uranium's like a very volatile part of you know, ma- you know, weapons of mass yeah. destruction and stuff like that. Um, from uh, the continent of Africa, the the CIA then said this evidence was not strong enough to make this statement in Congress, and it's like, well, he's already done it, so it's a bit too late not to do it. Um, it's not like they can do some smooth editing like yours truly. Um, intelligence turned out to be a forgery, so it wasn't even real. Uh, no one knows who done the forgery. I mean, I suppose it could be anyone. But I'm sure stuff gets tampered with all the time. Yeah. Uh, Iraq uh, refused to cooperate with UN weapons inspectors, and this is probably Saddam's paranoia setting in again like he obviously didn't like any foreign influence involved in his regime he was like this is mine and Mm -hmm. i'll do as I please and stuff like that and don't get involved especially you george bush wink well he was Um, mostly
1: concerned about a coup yeah within his like his own own military that's Mm -hmm. what i think i I think that was the big niggle for him wasn't it? he just felt like he couldn't trust and i think that
0: happens to like quite a lot of kind of crazy dictators uh, like... Hitler. Hit exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but then the his own kind of mental. generals and stuff tried to take him out a few times, especially the one you know where know the much, bomb went
2: off. Do you know how much drugs Hitler took?
0: Them yeah, it was crazy. Did you see the... Wild when wild. they did the Blitzkrieg, I think it's called, where, they, like, they went and took basically all of Western Europe apart from the UK. Mm. Um, That's they had mostly... They had the on soldiers on methamphetamine. methamphetamine. Yeah. It was some kind of yeah. tablet to keep them up during the night so they could just keep it's, going.
1: It was the same when... Uh, going just to a previous war, Uh, well, you know, with Napoleon. Yeah. um, He fed his troops up on ecstasy Mm because it meant they would stay awake, alert, and didn't need to eat as much.
3: Yeah.
1: (laughs) So so it was literally cheaper to run an army It was, I mean,
2: it was was coke they were taking a Yeah. Right. And, you know, these soldiers were staying awake for all hours, I mean, in all weathers. They were probably tripping at some point. Yeah. Actually,
1: (laughs) well, it'd be funny, but
0: hallucinating would be the better word to
1: use. But without a doubt, that would have been happening, eh?
0: Were you, no, 100%. Were you ever aware of the protests that happened, the well, quote-unquote anti-war movement that was, like, heavily against this? Because um, this built up for a long time, right? Well, it was like, probably from the start of 2002 to 2000, so a, a year and a bit. Just when they all went out with, like, yellow signs. And well, there like, was a massive uh, march through, uh, like, London and past Downing Street, and that that's the one I remember seeing um, later on. But this was six million people around the world in 100 cities gathered to protest the war and it was the largest protest ever like captured on film or on tv or whatever you want to call it um in history which is like you know this is is crazy because we're always saying that like governments are always trying to say that they're for the people right it doesn't matter where you go in the world or what party you support they're always we know sell, they're not yeah, they're, trying, they're trying to sell you the same cooling. aid yeah right? exactly it's like we're for you and that's how people get other parties out because they're like we're for you and then that's what the party that gets voted out then saying because the opposition's always for you because you're meant to be pissed off the government and get them in again so it's like a really weird kind of game of chess that they play between themselves and we're kind of like the resource that they need uh, mm. to keep going I know 6 million people that's nothing to be shunned at like nah. if you know, if There's a, a lot of people, eh? If a protest like that went on in this country for something, most likely would get overturned, right? Because mm. of the amount of bad. Yeah. Like when you think of, look at the. I know we bring him up every time, and like it just seems like something new with them every day. But Boris, right? In the sense of, he was under so much heat, right? Back at December time, so he brought coronavirus restrictions in to take the heat off of him, and then the heat was on him again at the start of this year because it's just been like one every two days it's like he's had a party Uh, (laughs) someone's broke his kid's swing he's had Zoom quizzes he had a party the day before uh, Prince Philip's funeral he's been ambushed by a cake he's
2: going to be in Joe's the night
0: (laughs) (laughs) but it's like it's literally something every day and then he was under really immense pressure again maybe like a week or two ago and he's removed coronavirus restrictions in England now so now it's like people got someone else to focus on and now the report's coming out so he's got the police to investigate the reports, <laughs> so the report can't come out. But this is like the type of manipulation that goes on in government and state. Yeah. Some and people
2: just, a lot of people just hide it better. Yeah, right?
0: exactly. Like People think that Johnson's a unique case of this and it's like yeah. he's just kind of so bad at hiding it that it's kind of almost in a way a good educational tool for us to kind of see
2: what people. I mean, don't the guy? The guy is just a moron, isn't he? Yeah. Really? I mean, I don't really know what else to say about him. I mean, if, if there was any, if there was a war or anything like right now, I would, I wouldn't have any faith in him. And like we were talking about, it wasn't just like people.
0: It was the people, but like the UN. The United Nations, which was set up after the Second World War, which is yep. kind of like a big deal. And I, and I, I don't want to make it sound <laughs> so, yeah, but it's like it's like, a, a, it's like a regular body for the world. Yeah, it's like look, the world needs to be kept in check somewhere because you cunts are crazy. You keep going to war. You keep fucking doing really bad shit to you your keep people. Saying,
1: Fuck you, buddy. I'm a bomb your have motherfucker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe not that far, but yeah. Yeah.
1: well, that's that's what it's there for. It's like, no, you're not allowed to do that. Well, yeah, no, it's it's there to be
0: like, look, hold up. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> they didn't want something like Germany to happen again where they could build a military force that big that it could take on a campaign of where it just started conquering places, right, and then had to lead to, like, a massive world war. That's to stop fires from getting too big, basically. Uh, and it was against this, right? It was like, let's let due process happen. Let's let the inspectors in. Let's search the country, right? And I'm sure if there's anything there or any sign that they're still active in making this type of shit, we'll find it, and then our argument was with the smoking gun theory again, not us, as us three, but as, as our, like, the Coalition of America and the United Kingdom, that Bush and Blair, we like, look, we've got to do it now, because if we don't do it now, he might do it tomorrow, and everyone's goose then, aren't they? Um, So, the invasion begins, or the, you know, shock and awe begins March 23rd, March 24th, do we remember shock and all? Like, I remember the scenes of Baghdad on the news. That's and endless. Because, progress. I mean, obviously, that's the first thing you've seen. The invasion had begun on the ground as well, right? It was massive air uh, to take out their air defences and uh, try and soften them up for when the ground force yeah. would come in and, you know, uh, take over, remove them, whatever. Uh, but I remember it being...
1: Well, it was a major success. I know he celebrated... Prematurely, but I mean, it was a major success. They they went in, and they got Basra, like
0: yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> it's like a, it was like no messing about. We just well, Cause it, it was it. like
2: it was like one of the biggest invasion forces of all time. Again, was it not? I'm not sure but if it was if it was the same time, but I remember a guy saying that like you know when they went out to one of those exercises, it was just like shoot fucking everything. Yeah, everything that moves, whether it's a whether it's a person, a dog, a chicken, didn't matter what mm. it was. Like they were just instructed to do that. Like, and I was like, I didn't think it was, like, that brutal, but obviously yeah. it is, you know. like
0: Because, like, we, Bush would always say, say always say, but the, twi- the two times that he announced, like, these major wars and that, we are not against his people, and we live for your freedom and prosper. And then it's like, you say that, and then <laughs> we kind of just try to blanket the whole fucking yeah. city. Um, yeah. You know, because, like, it's brutal, right, in the sense of there was missiles from ships that were have been fired from, like, the, I don't know if it would be the, the the Arabian Sea or something, I don't know. I think that's a thing, isn't it? The the Mound of water next, like the Middle East?
1: I honestly can't think
0: of what yeah, but it's but called right now. They'd or the Arabian been, Peninsula, I think it's called. Yeah. Um. So there was obviously missiles coming from that that were hitting Baghdad. And it was like it was the first time you'd kind of seen... Because obviously there's jets and that that used like drop bombs, but it wasn't like that. It was clearly like these stealth bombers or that they were using because you wouldn't hear anything. You wouldn't see a plane. You would just hear... Like, like massive explosions, and
2: because,
0: like,
1: I think a lot of it was coming from the ships, yeah. The a lot of it was, you gotta remember, some of them, them, their warships, yeah, that's what they're there for, they are meant to shoot, yeah. That, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right, yeah.
2: A lot of it was ships, but you're right, a lot of it would have been like stealth bombers and stealth fighters and stuff because they can, you know, drop yeah. bombs from miles away and you know, and it would have been quote but unquote
0: thi- more precise as well, right? Because, yeah, uh,
2: but the thing is, like. I mean, even even the Iraqis and all that had the. I mean, they all had that detectors that. Yeah. Could, I mean, even if it was. It a was stealth, a very well
0: advanced. Yeah, even country if, right. Even
2: if it was a stealth bomber, it could yeah. detect it. I mean, you're like you're kind of like it's pitch black, but yeah, and then sometimes it'd be pitch black, sometimes it, the the sky would just be blue. Mm. That's like a bad t- sign to see, like a big black plane. Oh yeah. Like physically. see, like in Operation Desert Storm, for example, mm. right? You'd send out a tornado. It would be literally five feet from the ground or something, ten feet from the ground. It's dropping. It's it's dropping like missiles and stuff. Like, but like in that war, it was different because obviously they were obviously coming from above. Yeah. But and then Desert Storm was just like like that off the floor. So it's there.
0: A lot changed in that time. And it, it was very different from Afghanistan in the sense we weren't fighting the Afghanistan state. We were fighting someone else we were trying to get to some and al-qaeda and yeah. then the taliban who were the um you know the overlords of that country because mm-hmm. the way like afghanistan uh, has been explained to me it's kind of like scotland when we had like the the clans going at each other it's, it's like that and the taliban had obviously kind of won that process in afghanistan and yeah we were like we're coming to get al-qaeda and taliban we're like hold up you can't just enter our country and we were like well we're gonna fight you too if you've got anything again that's kind of how that went down um and that was more like fighting militias right whereas this is like we're fighting a really well-equipped estate yeah um yeah. In, t- in the sense of like they were you know very well funded they were very well um uh, in that think aspect. Them a bit.
1: well majorly if you think about it think how many troops had to die before we ended up checking cans on the floor yeah I think how many people yeah. had like got, had to like die before they started not opening every boot of a car, and like how many people died because some of the locals started being like, "Oh, I'm gonna run at you, and not like I'm gonna cuddle I mean, you," when mm. I'm actually not. I'm gonna. How, boom, ma- how many Russia? people?
2: How many people died? Not following the maps, like yeah. a lot of people would like just go, "Oh, well, it's just sand. We'll just fucking cut across Mine it," or something, mm. yeah. and then you get ambushed. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. it, it was. I know,
1: motored. Yeah, especially <laughs> like
0: you know the. Iraq army and like it's people are going to know the terrain a hundred times better what you'll ever know because that's where they live right it's
1: the main reason that so what well, I was supposed to I should have added this sooner but the main reason we went when we went um was actually to do with how hot it is there Bush was one of the main reasons Bush was also wanting us out there earlier in the year was because he knew if we had to go any later we would be sending troops out into an, an immense. Yeah. Because it would me, it would I'm have not been ready for. so he he
0: was looking at it like do you remember when he was being strategic yeah it was, when it was when in the way he was doing uh, Germany invaded Russia in the Second World War and it, it turned out that the thing that kind of stopped them was that they went too late in the sense of they didn't cold. have enough if time before cold, the winter yeah. came and then the Russians managed to like
2: you think about it the Russians live there they know yeah, exactly, exactly. What's they're able to the like endure that yeah.
1: exact same for the um, yeah. Iraqis and the Iranians, all of them, lot, they would, it's, it's where they're from. They it to their know, advantage, do you know? advantage
2: otherwise, mm-hmm. you know?
1: But, uh, sorry, I, 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 what you said then, just, I was like, oh yeah, totally. <laughs> I forgot about that.
2: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> uh, I'm so glad you two are here, because eh, I'm, I'm not as clued that <laughs> as yeah. uh,
0: So Baghdad was taken April 9th, so that's probably, what, a couple of weeks from after the invasion started, mm-hmm. uh, quote unquote, Saddam evades capture for months, which we've already kind of touched on. Uh May first, two thousand and three, mission accomplished speech where Bush comes in in a fucking uh pilot thing, like he comes in like pilot attire onto this aircraft carrier and he j- changes the suit. There's a massive banner and that with mission accomplished and stuff. He Whereas, did like
2: he did, he did actually land on the carrier, yeah. Which is like, I was he you wasn't, know,
0: like a pilot or something? Like that? Maybe that's what he was in the Vietnam. He didn't. No,
2: he never flew. Obviously, he was in the back. Yeah, he yeah. was in an F eighteen, I think. They landed on the carrier and he got to actually land and take off in a carrier, which is pretty cool i would be pretty sweet that's
0: pretty cool it's like you came across with like mission accomplished and it's like you haven't found any wmds Saddam ain't been he's been removed but he's not been captured he's not had to face any consequence of what he's done how on earth could it be mission accomplished and then it was like right after like this had happened like people were like um where's those wmds you were talking about (laughs) <laughs> like the whole right. reason that we were here oh,
1: well, well, and then it, it found the, proof of empty things but the, that's the
0: stuff went from uh, I don't know if I can find it in my notes here uh, we're kind of going a bit forward here but this is just relevant so uh, I'm going to bring up a guy called Colin Powell who I think actually passed away recently from coronavirus so uh, rest in peace oh. um, anyway he was like uh, was it the attorney not the attorney general it's something to do with the, the, the war. He was part of the Bush administration anyway, right? And he was the guy that was talking about it was at the UN. He had the files of anthrax. And he was showing all these um, illustrations of what the, uh, the, the missile sites that they'd seen. Because he categorically said, we know that Iraq has weapons of mass destruction. Not we're very sure or not that we 100%. believe we, we, we know yeah. very definitive we know we will find them and we will present evidence so when it came to this kind of okay where are they then the whole kind of tone shifted from you know we're gonna go in and we're gonna get them and we're gonna get him to well these things take time let you like the thing that the UN were wanting to due process to these things take time and stuff that's what we were doing I mean we're already here and you know we've already Kick stuff off and obviously they never found anything in the end didn't they so but anyway um
2: I think Saddam played a blinder well like he got killed in it he
0: He, he ruled
1: his whole country with fear so I mean the best thing to keep everyone in check considering like I said earlier he's tested chemical warfare on his own population before is people I have WMDs leave us alone I don't want you in my country yeah what am I going to do about it I've got WMDs Stay away from it. And his his thought process
0: <laughs> was that people I'm would tired. start um getting tired of the war back in the Western countries, which I guess he was right in a sense, because even though, like, that didn't mean that he stayed in power or his, his life was spared or anything, that is kind of what happened, no, it is what happened in the sense of, in the long term anyway, right? Like, a lot of people here didn't support it anyway, but a lot more people started getting really frustrated with it when it's like you would hear every single day on the news, uh, servicemen died today and there's more civilians been killed yeah. and that it's like what is this all for like there is no objective there is no li- like we're not liberating people now we're fighting the people now do you know what I mean it's like how is this like uh, changed uh, so just to go back to what I was on about before before I kind of started going for the and Powell line uh, so the consequences of this occupation in the end the rise of extremism which you know we're still dealing with today it went yeah. into the if anything this war on terror didn't make anyone safer in the countries it was supposed to protect if anything it inspired more hatred terror. towards okay. it in the sense of yeah everything that like people like osama bin laden and saddam were trying to put across was that the western countries are coming to take your countries and put their own influence on them and that's what we ended up doing do you see know if
2: that? i i mean see if i was bush or that's what we had tried to do anyway i thought went well, let's go after Osama bin Laden then. Mm. Like, clearly, I mean, after him. So I just it, kind of stopped, didn't it? After yeah, they went to
0: Afghanistan, they were like, "Oh, well, he's still doing his propaganda videos. He might be alive, he might not be." Healed. Yeah, but
2: can like he just killed three thousand Americans yeah. for fucking no reason. Yeah, like, come on, I would have went after him instead. Mm. I right, okay, I mean, were, and they were too focused some,
1: on what they could get yeah. out of Iraq. Yeah, because that didn't have a lot of actual strategic use to them. As Afghanistan,
2: such. you mean? And from... You said Iran, sorry.
1: I'm thinking of Iraq and Iran.
2: Mm-hmm. And from his father, he had a hard-on... Where,
1: where's Osama bin Laden? He was in Iran, wasn't
2: he?
0: No, he was in Afghanistan. Oh, was Afghanistan, aye.
1: Yeah. yeah, sorry, never mind. My, my geography. He oh, ended up nah, in
0: it's Pakistan, just didn't he? Cause that's right. where they ended up <laughs> getting Yeah, it. well, yeah.
2: It's just, I think, Ken, obviously, w- with Bush's father, I just think he had a massive hard-on for... So he's saying he just wanted to go after Yeah, it he was it them. was like that grudge, right? Yeah. In the
0: sense of like, I can't let you humiliate my. F- it sounds a bit like Star Wars, doesn't it? Like you know, <laughs> but like um, my yeah, no, but that's that's how ridiculous it was. And the thing is, a lot of people because they that nine eleven happened supported the Afghanistan military involvement. Yeah, but a lot of resources that were being used in Afghanistan started to be taken away to be used in Iraq. Do you know what I mean? And people are like, well. We went there because of what happened in nine eleven. We ain't got the dude, or it's not been confirmed, at least. It turned out they hadn't, because obviously they got him in 2011. Um, like you were saying, shouldn't we be pursuing this dude rather than a dude that might have these capabilities... And might not. And we've had beef with before, and might not and stuff, and then
2: obviously they turned out they didn't and whatnot. But did did Saddam um, and that, did they have, like, fire jets or anything like that? Did they have that in I think they did, but
0: it wasn't a lot... And obviously, the amount there's the two biggest air forces in the world is the American Air Force and the American Navy. So it was dealt with pretty quickly if they did. Do you know what I mean? In the sense of like,
2: I always wondered though because I never actually knew if they did. But I mean, what threat? I mean, obviously, what threat are they to to America? Really? Do you know what I mean? It,
0: It was definitely. Massively exaggerated the yeah. threat that it posed to the American mainland yeah. and like the Western countries and that, uh, but like the consequence of the rise of extremism, right? You know, we've already mentioned all the like stuff that this inspired. It's like we didn't, we didn't make Iraq any more of a,
3: a safe f- place. No, we didn't.
0: We we just didn't. It, it became more of a civil war, right? Because, um. I can't remember which side of it was, but Saddam was one side of the the two different. It was, a, um,
1: it was a green, a positive, right, the green, positive. The color scheme that it used, yeah. In the video was green and red and black. Yeah. Black was Al Qaeda. <laughs> so I remember, I remember that black was Al Qaeda, and then it had
0: Al Qaeda. That's a terrorist organization. That's yeah, not. Yeah, a, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I know, I know. But it was Al Qaeda. Were using. They were trying to like implement on Sunni and that.
2: Oh um, right, okay. I was there. It was chopping people's heads off. Videos, not yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And Remember that was they, were they were, coming like, proper out, extremists. I yeah. <laughs> yeah, like so see. No, I... Sorry, just... I felt that the war over there was justified because of what they were doing Yeah. To people, okay? Like, obviously, prisoners of war and even journalists. Yeah. You know, like, what... Th- you
1: talk about prisoners of war, I mean, that's the only reason we got to do what we did to Saddam Hussein is because we got him tried as a prisoner of war yeah. and actually got him charged for war. Crime. Due process and stuff, yeah. yeah. That's how like we. That's how it ended but up. But at, at the
0: end up. of the day, like I think
1: people tried to fight that though. They didn't want them tried. The,
0: there's that. two. There's yeah. two sides of the coin when it comes to this. Is like there's an extreme dictatorship government which it had, and then there's a an extreme because we didn't really do anything after we removed them. We didn't try and keep law and order. We didn't employ government. We we just kind of sat back in our bases, and it was like the purge outside. Everyone was fucking each other up, yeah. and um. So Saddam was either Sunni or Shia. I can't remember which one. Right but whichever one he was massively oppressed the other side and those people have been treated like absolute dog shit for decades right because for how long he had been in power so when everything kind of the reins were off everyone was fighting because these people that had been treated like absolute dirt for years were like yeah. right fuck everyone that went <laughs> along with this and that, no but that's and then like chaos ensued and then we ended up rebuilding his police state to try and stop that in the sense and then every both of them looked at us and were like so you're going to do what he did. Okay, so now instead of fighting each other, it's on you now. And that's how Go. this all happened. And then, like I was saying, all the things that they were saying about the West is what we ended up doing, right? They were saying we're they're going to come here, they're going to occupy, they're going to bring... Yeah. And that's what we were doing. So we're, we create these own problems for ourselves and these environments that these things um, and these organizations that came from as a result of these invasions and occupations and whatnot, they affect this later down the line, right, as you see in, um, you know, multiple times in, like, uh, Baghdad, and Islamabad, and then obviously in Europe with Brussels and Paris when they had attacks and that, uh, later down the line. Um, we've already talked about Saddam's paranoia, so we won't, we won't go into that. Uh, c- yeah, civilian popula- uh, population opinion changes on the coalition, and of course it would, right, because it's it's not yeah it's not like you know when we liberated france in the second world war we just stay there we went on to like the next the only country that got occupied in the end was uh, germany Mm -hmm. right because it was the that's where it originated yeah exactly um but it's not like we were like actually by the way Eiffel tower got a dog because got a military base coming in because yeah. we're, we're sticking around going to
1: get in the way of my chopper
2: mate a lot, <laughs> a lot of people get mixed up though do you know what I mean like it wasn't even the, the, it's not the Germans as bad mm. it's the Nazis that are bad yeah yeah like because a lot of the Germans and were... and
0: we created that environment again from the first world war of when they surrendered we made them pay all the reparations we made them restrict their military to God's they were basically in poverty in Germany and that creates the environment for a crazy shithouse leader to come in, say that he's going to get the economy going again, achieves that, and then they'll just follow him anywhere to the ends of evil earth from which he ended up doing, right? Yep. And it's they, these problems are consistent we never learn from them. So, you know, when we went in there, if we'd removed Saddam and there was a democratic government or a government that the people of that country wanted or thought was fair to go in and then left that would have been enough but we didn't do that we removed the dictatorship then we reinstalled his own tactics when we didn't take the responsibility of removing their old government to help them find a new one or whatnot and then all that mess happened and then it was like such a Back and forth stalemate with the kind of uh, insurgency and and all that. So it, there was
1: a lot of political infighting as well. Yeah, um, between any kind of government that was actually trying to get reinstated in for power. E-
0: exactly. Like the some of the <laughs> the Statistic intelligence they relied little. on was from Iraqi defectors, yeah. and the common general uh, the general consensus, I should say, around them uh, from people that were skeptical about it is that these people are just wanting power back from Saddam, and they're going to probably do his things but it's not worse. well his things but for themselves if you know what i mean so that, of course they're going to want america and britain um and these countries that invaded to invade to remove him because then that benefits them mm-hmm. and then obviously like their information was obviously not reliable what in the slightest um because we didn't find anything you know that being the main thing because like obviously like we've said the regime was bad in that but the, it was never sold on it kind of was by Tony Blair, right? But the the main thing that it constantly pointed to was this regime can and will hurt us in our own homeland, right? It's like we're doing... And that's what a lot of kind of ag- aggressive moves turn out to be. It's it's under the illusion of defence. Like, whenever Hitler invaded a country, he was always saying they were preparing to attack us so we had to make the first move. Yeah. That's what he would always come out with. Um and, you know, we've even got this current thing on the go with, like, Ukraine and that just now, which yeah. we don't know what's happening there, and it kind of seems like the two superpowers are beefing with each other over like a sovereign state, that it, one wants it to be part of NATO, and the other doesn't, and, you know, it's, Ukraine's their own country and these two other countries are kind of fighting over it in a way.
2: But the thing is, I think, I kind of think Russia uh, they do a lot of unnecessary stuff. Yeah. You know, like, you don't really need to do that. Yeah. You don't really need that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But,
0: what do they want it for? Exactly. Well, the, well, they, their argument on it is... is As if Russia's if, not big enough. If we make them become part of NATO, NATO's weapons will move right onto their border. And obviously, like, NATO... It's a defence alliance, but it's something that was set up when the Cold War came. of... It's
2: neither the fucking Cold War anymore, do you know what I mean? Well... Like, we've sort of said something, like... We, did we not, like, Russia... America and the UK and all that, and Russia and all that. We've all, we've all, I mean, we've all spoke about that. Hmm. Like, it's not... It's, it, them days are fucking well gone, yeah. do you know what I mean? And if anybody's going to open that fucking door again, it's them. Yeah. It's no us.
1: Well, America
0: I mean. does seem to still have that kind of uh, agenda
1: against
2: Maybe America, well, but no, no we're, us. From yeah.
1: their point of view as well, because if we're going to sit here and say, why do they want it? They want it so they can do that. Well, but it's like, why do we, we want it? Yeah, <laughs> no, <but> that, that's <laughs> the thing, so though, we but can like, do that. <laughs> there's, in a way, I can't it's really see, I
0: can't really see the difference I think it's tweet. It like wants if, to
1: hold all the cards. That's what it is. Yeah. So. If,
0: if Russia invades Ukraine or is thinking of invading Ukraine, I can't really see the difference. And obviously, Ukraine doesn't have a dictator like Iraq did, but it would be an invasion without good reason, which is kind of how I view our invasion of Iraq. And I think that's backed up by the fact that yeah. the thing that it was sold on was not there. Was not right, was um, false, yeah. 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 And obviously, like, Ukraine's a sovereign state. What, what do they think about this? Because America seems to be pushing this thing that this invasion is literally right around the corner, and Ukraine are saying, look, there is a risk of it, but at the moment it's it's not imminent.
2: Was there not a hundred thousand troops? Apparently on the so.
0: That's apparently the intelligence. But that's probably
2: Putin just saying, look, like, how big my balls are. Yeah, ex- exactly. And I think he he's a
0: does that quite a lot. He's um like a you know he likes to kind of tease. Yeah. And kind of keep people on the edge.
2: Well he's always fucking putting ships and
0: yeah, yeah, jets and shit up near us. Do you remember when like Theresa May said that like, she wouldn't be like scared of him and he put the entire Russian freight plastic cliff to door? Dude doesn't fuck about, man. Like he really doesn't, but um
2: Yeah, don't it, say shit like that to him. Yeah. He just will. He just will, eh? Yeah.
0: Like uh
2: He's got that like no well, that's not that that's job. why we yeah. got the sub
1: hunters.
0: Yeah, the Americans investing in like the, the, the base and stuff. I was
1: about to say that and I'm like, um, I maybe I shouldn't say that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know,
2: but you've got guys, you know, you know like, like I kind of put them in the same category as Hitler, the likes of Putin, the likes of Kim Jong-un or whatever mm. his name is. They're just extreme. Like, they're just a bit too much for leaders. You do need good
0: diplomats in these kind of times, yeah. right. and it doesn't help when Joe Being Biden... is not the right way to do it. It doesn't help when Joe Biden says one minute, Vladimir Putin's a killer, and then the next day he's on video call with them smiling away, and that's like, well, do you know what I mean? It was exactly
2: like, the same with... Uh, what uh, what were we talking about the last time? Uh, uh, Sturgeon. Sturgeon. Sturgeon and yeah. Boris. And yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. She hates him one minute, and then the next minute they're like rubbing shoulders. But I think
0: that could also be a result of like... Did you hear the thing about Biden the other day where he called that reporter a stupid son of a bitch or something? Like, he asked him a question about inflation. And he was, like, caught in the... Co- like, obviously with Biden, like... I don't kind of criticise him as a politician because I just think that his kind of state... Like, he's not fit for office. Not in the sense of, like, Boris, where I think that he's a he's obviously, like, a bad dude in the sense of he's just out for himself. And that. I think in Biden's case, it's, like, it's literally he's in, like, cognitive decline... And I'm not trying to be mean about that. I think it's quite... quite and he's deep. trying
2: to put himself in a position where he thinks otherwise. Yeah. Because he can't accept it, maybe. Yeah. See, if I was him, though, I'd be like... Yeah, exactly. You'd but be maybe like, I'm the most he powerful thinks if I just park my arse on the couch, Yeah. I'm just going to decline faster, yeah, maybe. Yeah, true, true. You know? But at the same time, like works. these are... No one wants
0: to fight, do they? In terms yeah. of, like, we don't want you, Russia to invade Ukraine and then us have to respond and all this kind of stuff.
2: It's the last thing. Let's need. just
0: keep everyone on a bloody chill pill. So, obviously, like, whether you agree with Putin or don't agree with Putin or whatever, if you think he's a bad person or you think he can be negotiated, it's for everyone's interest to just keep that okay.
2: He's, he's not all bad, though, right? Because right, okay. Because, you the Twin Towers, when mm. that happened...
0: I think he tried to give them intelligence or something, didn't he? There yeah. was a
2: big... No, there was a... Well, maybe, but there was a big... You know that thing you were on about how there was, like, a training day? Thing? Yeah. Well... Russia's airspace was in, was blocking something to do with that. It might have, i can't remember what it was—but Putin opened it and goes, "Yeah, don't worry, we'll stop training for the day. Yeah, you can use it." Sort of thing because we knew that America needed yeah, help, yeah. and mm. he did help. And they yeah. said, and it was um, wasn't a boost, but it was uh, the. The guy second in charge. What was his? I can't Dick remember Cheney. his name. Is that isn't it? Is that who the vice was? president you're talking about here? Yeah, I think it might be. It him. must
0: have been Cheney, or maybe it was Rumsfeld or someone. Because but. like
2: it, it was him that was given the orders to either shoot down one of the planes yeah. that had been hijacked, sort of thing. And and he was saying, well, that was the sort of day I kind of felt like the Cold War days were definitely behind us because he actually did help. Because he he could have just went no. no. Yeah, Yeah. Putin like, being Putin, but no, he didn't. He actually did, uh, he did help.
0: Yeah, I think it's just this it's a. it's probably a 50 50 standoff where we're paranoid about if they expand and he's paranoid, we expand. And there's always kind of like even though it's the cold war, officially he's been dead in the water since like what 1989 and the Soviet Union got broke down. I mean, admittedly, he was like part of the KGB or something, so obviously he kind of believes in the soviet union so i think that's america's worry in the sense of he's going to try and rebuild that in the ten. i mean the tensions are getting high anyway but
1: we're all going to live in bunkers again yeah, yeah. right anyway <laughs> so
0: back, back to the thing that we're talking about we gonna kind of got sidetracked we we'll always get sidetracked here right spotify course. you know we're you know, here for you here <laughs> it's, 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 you know my is getting numb though come on well oh. you know we'll, we'll beat neil young
2: too don't worry about it <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> As a songwriter, I respect the blue. I respect the I've got Neil no Young. problem with Neil Young. <laughs> don't
0: don't get in the way of us getting a video podcast on Spotify, <laughs> Neil. Oh wait, you can't because your music's not on there anymore. But um, uh, peace. Br- <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> <that. I'm not laughs> uh, well, you know, maybe it will get us brownie points of Spotify. Let's you
2: know. get Apple Music. Um,
0: uh, uh, peace protests were called pro Saddam, which is like they always seem to try and. See when anyone kind of comes up with like relevant points on anything. This is to do with like the state and that again. Um, it doesn't matter what it is, and it happens all over the world again. When people make valid points and make the state look dumb, or they can't answer it, and that they start turning it like these people are like you know they're radicalized, like they mm-hmm. they believe in the Saddam regime, for example, or they you know they're, they're uh, crazy. Yeah, no, but that, and it's to do with multiple scenarios there's other examples I'm going to use but you know i don't want this video to get tuned down off of youtube <laughs> um uh media appeared to support british administrations with the blair because we we've talked mostly about the american side we haven't really talked into it over here like obviously the protests were over here as well and blair was also another one that was pushing for this to happen there's a uh, i watched an associated press video of where he's talking to the House Commons, he's talking about all the torture and that Saddam's done, so at least he was like a bit more not just WMD about it. He did, he does bring that up, but at least he goes into like you went he, like a humanity standpoint. Yeah, I mean, obviously, he turned out to be an absolute liar, and yeah. we were talking about our thoughts on him in the end, yeah, <laughs> anyway. But uh, but, so the media had like a pro war stance, and the media seems to side with the government on a lot of things. Um, and a lot of it's to do with the fact that like they're very linked together. Like Politicians are powerful people. Uh, business tycoons tend to own media outlets. Yeah. You think of Rupert Murdoch and people like that. They're always kind of in the similar circles. Uh, like, there was another situation, which I, I can't name, because if I say that, it might get pulled off of YouTube, but I'll just <laughs> leave it unnamed, where uh, they supported the government on, and it turned out there, there was a link between the government funding... Uh, an advertisement campaign via the media that made like 360 million pound over the course of a year right so they benefit from siding with the government on stuff is what i'm saying right yeah yeah and that yeah everyone and, gets paid yeah no, but, uh, it's, uh, it's it's legit though right because there was a very big population of people that did not want this to happen and or at least thought we should wait or something and not just go in for the sake of it and it's kind of what we ended up doing with looking back on it now yeah and that seems to be like how a lot of situations play out. There's some people with some reasonable questions that want answers to them. There's obviously people that are also um like idiots and stuff like that. They'll Let's just, just do it. No, but that'll <laughs> just that'll cause trouble for no reason. Like they'll go to an extreme the other way and make some sort of stuff up, right? But there's people in the middle that genuinely have questions about the way that state go about stuff. Mm-hmm. And the fact that those are people that are mostly in the working population that don't have these wealths of um, having links to, like, the national media that has a lot of influence over how most people think, right? Because at this time, we don't have the internet because a lot of people will say the internet's a bad place because it's there to influence people. Well, what's the news been doing for the last 100 years? It does the exact same thing. The internet's just a different form of that. So... It is quite a powerful thing for the government or a powerful tool for the government to use to get the people on side with it, right? So that's all I'm saying there. So I think I've done that in quite a diplomatic way. To the, yeah, that's not bad. It's know, not, we'll, not we'll bad. We'll, I we'll, see, we'll see We'll see if it lasts on YouTube. Nobody anyway. really <laughs> touching the video. <laughs> uh, so that, oh, that was just basically what I was saying. The spin on the narrative begins of, you know, these people, they, you know, they like Saddam and that. That's why they're out protesting. But yeah. in reality, they just didn't want, they might have had family members in the military. Um, you know, they don't want to see... Civilians get caught in the crossfire. Probably very um, empathetic, sympathetic, humanitarian reasons that they don't want more to happen, right? There's the famous quote of... I mean,
1: my dad, you know, he he, he had to go and do two tours. Yeah. Um. During the... Between 2003 and 2011, he'd done two tours out there. Mm. Um, And it's not nice, you know, it's not nice missing your family. Yeah. And um, the only contact you actually get is a letter, mm-hmm. which is, yeah. you know how your pay slips come? That it's like you you got to rip off the edges and then you can open up your payslip. That's essentially how these letters came. Like yeah. that, that's what they were written on, and somehow, I got sealed. One. <laughs> yeah, you I got, got a couple one. of them, man. It was, uh, it was yeah. wild. I think
0: there's there's a famous quote. Um, the only people that have seen the end of War of the Dead. Um, I don't know if anyone's heard that before, but it, obviously, like the deaths and that are like horrendous. I think it was estimated. I've got it in my notes somewhere, here, but it's estimated from between six hundred thousand to a million. Um, yeah. And th- these are estimates, but like obviously yeah. it will be in that bracket somewhere. And that's including uh, casualties on our side, casualties in the Iraqi army, the civilians. Obviously, the civilian population is the one that take, it always is, right? Whenever there's war, the civilians are always caught in the crossfire. And it's always. the people that have got. You know, well,
1: sometimes it's not that they're always caught in the crossfire, as we witnessed. Yeah. And, you know, unfortunately. And then again, you say that it could have been. Those terrorist organizations just dressed yeah. up as civilians, couldn't and then, they? so you
0: just don't know. So we obviously we have so to take madness. into like effects of war
1: that um, that's guerrilla tactics in that the sense is. of
0: <laughs> PTSD and stuff like that. People that uh, had really bad injuries but like still alive. You know, think of people who maybe had their legs blown off from like an ID and stuff like that. Um, and uh, not just for servicemen over here in America, but I'm sure people That were growing up in Iraq at the time that were seeing all this kind of violence, you know. I can't imagine living in a place where there's a war. Going you know, one on of the guys it. that
1: actually caught him, um, well, who actually pulled him out the spider hole, was actually an Iraqi.
0: Oh, oh he was a translator, was
2: not he? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: He was an Iraqi translator working for the Americans to help get him.
2: See, when my uncle was over there, I got a letter, I wrote him a letter, and uh, I was like in primary school. This would have been like what 2003, mm. 2004, maybe. And uh, my little cousin was just born, so, yeah, it would have been 2004. And I remember I wrote wrote my letter and I was talking about how to fight with someone at school. And uh, I was was listening, I I read the letter and he was like, oh, sorry about your fight with so-and-so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was going to think to myself, I read it as an adult and I was like, I'm talking about having a fight in primary school and he's in a war zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think
0: that's just kind of like, the innocence of being like a kid yeah. though right like i remember like I, I like I just thought he was away for a little yeah, while yeah like I, I would i would like um I, I someone over there as well uh i was writing to them and i would like i drew a picture on it you know what i mean like it yeah. was like a postcard you know what i mean like no, it was they'd love to see that shit yeah when exactly out there, right when out there, especially John. when it's from like yeah, i would know. so
1: if it's from your loved ones then yeah, yeah so exactly you, yeah. you are out there with all you've got is your guys. Oh, I say your guys. <laughs> you know it? it's your team. Yeah. Your, your
2: squadron, sorry. now that's,
1: there's that's something, what it all
2: is. There's something very different to getting a letter than getting a text. Yeah, for sure. A letter seems better. I think...
1: We, you've got to sit down and think about it when you're right.
0: It's, yeah. it's like, we did a podcast remotely before Christmas because obviously my mum was isolating because she had COVID and that, as it turned out. But, you know, apart from the camera going dead, if that hadn't happened, it works pretty okay right um, yeah. like I could maybe mess, mess with the audio track a bit to make it a bit uh, clearer but obviously it was last minute but apart from that it, it's quite convenient mm-hmm. but I think we prefer to do it like this because we yeah. get more out of yeah. it you know yeah. and that's this—it's the same thing of digital to uh, you know real life like something authentic in a way and right. it's the same like, <laughs> so yeah, I prefer
2: to be in the presence of other, other people I think it's yeah. better company, and I think uh, even like
0: with saying we're writing right I think I'm probably more likely to write what's actually in my head than typing it on a computer or something like that yeah, I get that I'm, kind of feeling as well when I'm
2: writing songs I like to write it down yeah there's like a bit like more to, of
0: a yeah. authentic connection between I know yeah. it sounds a bit too spiritual but like Know, papers from Wood and stuff. It's like a bit of like nature and natural things rather than. what it's funny? I, what yeah, I, pen I, to
1: paper it goes hand in hand. <laughs> <laughs> the,
0: thing I, the thing I like to do when I'm. Oh, writing. you will be getting cancelled off this podcast. You would make a joke like that again. Yeah. But <laughs> if I'm writing, a,
2: if I'm writing a song, I might write the lyrics in my phone maybe and then write it down and then that's it. Get there, but yeah, pen and paper is better, hundred percent. So.
0: Another thing that I think we've got to bring up here is the cost of this war. Cost, the cost of this, yeah, just, yeah, just cost this of the war disgusting. went through the roof as the search for w, uh, WMDs went on. You want to watch that? you? In yeah, increased uh, the
1: influx by like what ten thousand troops. Yeah, <laughs> imagine the cost of that and getting there. Yeah, them crazy. I'll man. tell you now, jet fuel is not cheap. No, <laughs> it was it not something
0: crazy like when they pulled out of <laughs> Afghanistan? This like last year, last summer, whatever it was, it was like it came up to like twenty trillion dollars that war cost overall, and that was just one right, and obviously that had went on for like twenty years. <laughs> Do you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like,
1: you know, when you just sit there and you think, like, hey George, went, are putting up the gas, and you're spending, yeah. you're spending like all of yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> like, like my like, electric's going up, and you oh, think that's a bit, it. you're
0: then. literally spending on shit, and we don't even know why we're there anymore. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You
2: know I mean? I
1: no one knows. Nobody knows anymore. I'm
2: getting deployed. All right, cool you nice asshole. to get away from <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's kind of like think about all the soldiers that are there. You've got to equip them with everything yeah. you've got food, yeah. I mean, fucking hell. medical care because yeah. you're in the heat, you know, yeah. they've
0: got to have a lot of care there. Yeah. And you know, not only that, but like in the sense of if you need
2: to get people ammunition
0: isn't cheap either,
2: they like to pay I celebrities remember. to come out and visit the troops sometimes, yeah. Remember
0: remember when when they the art
2: campaigns and stuff, yeah. When troops go out, that's
0: like always weird. Like I always find can't that have really the live ammunition.
1: weird. Then the base unless they're actually like on guard so they would go onto the base and shoot all their live ammunition into like a bin essentially it'd be like either filled with water or sand it just catches the bullets they've got one on the entrance to the base here mm. They actually if they if they've got live rounds they go in there and they release it all in because they're not allowed to just walk around with live rounds on a base mm. unless they're on guard so it got to the point where you know you're going in and ammunition isn't cheap no so no. even if they're not spraying it they're told spray it that's where i think where you got told if it moves, shoot it. That was my mindset. It Doesn't yeah. matter. Just if it's a crisp packet, legit shoot it. Yeah, because you can't you can't take your ammo back on with you. Mm.
2: I've a, <laughs> a, <I have laughs> a also it's like
0: you have to have your soldiers and that vaccinated against yeah. diseases that might be in those countries and stuff. Um, and obviously, and so obviously they're they
1: R and R, they're, they're rest and recuperation. Recovery, and yeah. So they end up getting. Well, my my father got sent back for two weeks, and then he had to go back. Mm. um so R&R is not a long thing and it's, it really does fly by and especially when he came back and unfortunately collapsed um he went to the bathroom and it I don't know if it's salt or sugar levels it's one of them but one of them dropped too low after going to the bathroom and he came out collapsed snapped his jaw on the corner of the bed so his jaw like kind of dislocated and locked and obviously I'm just hearing this like groaning from my bedroom and in my head I'm like I've not seen my dad in weeks, maybe that's just how he snows now, okay, I yeah. don't know, so I'm still relatively young, and I kind of like, just kind of go out, my mum's came out the bathroom, she goes,
3: what, oh my gosh, I
1: start screaming, I'm like running through, my dad's on the floor, his back's arched, eyes in the back of his head, his white t-shirt is grey, I'm just like, oh. <laughs> like yeah. what did you do, my mum's like, phone the ambulance, so I just ran downstairs, and, 999 was like, yeah, ambulance, my dad, blah, blah, blah. We live here. And I had to go get them because they drove past the entrance to where my street was mm-hmm. and decided to go where Paul's house is, where Paul's mom's house is. Oh, they yeah. went in that side of the Wimpy estate instead of the first entrance. Mm-hmm. So they've done the massive view. And oh, so my yeah. young lad And time him. is of the essence. you see, well, you see you know, I'm freaking yeah. out at the moment. I'm having a meltdown. And then my dad's getting pulled out and he's sitting there telling everyone because he's only just came out of it. He's like, I just want to sleep. I just want to sleep. And the hospital's like, of course you just want to sleep. Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. but no, you can't. So here's oxygen. You're getting in the wheelchair and you're going to hospital. Yeah, but that was madness. Everyone in the street because it's all we're all wrath. So you see that happening to a family. Everyone comes out. We're like, is everything okay? I just remember, like, I'm in, I'm in, a, I'm in beds. My dad only just came back and he's already going away in the hospital. Uh, in an ambulance. I was like, no, this <laughs> is this is not how it was supposed to go. You know. But luckily, he was he was fine. Um, but yeah, that's one thing. That obviously, that can happen. Something like your like your sugar levels yeah. dropping too low just from you go. You know, you go, you go for a pee. You release energy, and mm. <laughs> so, so obviously that, that would lead me to believe diet when you're a military man over there it may not be as good as yeah as, good as you actually because they do cut corners. That
0: it's like ration packs and stuff like that, isn't it? Which is yeah. like you know you're already in a stressful environment. Like if you, I know it's not the same thing, but if you do something strenuous like lift weights, yeah, right, you're expected to eat a bit more to replace some of that even if you're like trying to lose weight or something so the fact that you're maybe carrying all this gear in this heat heat. you know fighting like all the mental stress of all that as well and then oh here's a thing of baked beans or something (laughs) do you know but that that's what it is sometimes right and and you're right in what you're saying is like the, the effects that can have on someone's body like the human body and mind can't put up with a lot in extreme circumstances right but obviously when you're out of that it's probably where the adrenaline dump happens, and your body acts like, "Oh well, it's actually you know needs nutrition and stuff like that." Yeah, and how stuff effect. like that. Happens. Maybe we need to eat. Yeah. <laughs> so, I know.
2: So. I know a guy I play pool with, uh, and uh, I used to used play pool and drink at the same bar and stuff. As you know, the coolie, mm-hmm. there's a lot of half guys that went there, and uh, I had a few. And one of them, he got blown up, and um, he'd skin graft all on his arm, and you know. I he put the picture on Facebook and I'm like, Phew. Yeah you can actually see the whole of inside of his arm Jesus. and showed the surgery and what they did and it was amazing with the, the job they did on his arm. That's but then I was on about celebrities. You know, Ed Sheeran was out there and he was playing with Ed Sheeran and he actually played guitar with him and made a video and stuff. It was quite cool. That's
0: not
1: bad, eh? Yeah,
2: quite cool that he got to see Ed
1: it's because people understand morale of your troops is a big thing when it comes to war.
2: Well,
0: 100%, right? Like, that's why they always had, like, the radio and Frank Sinatra on during the Second World War, and that, because that was, like, the um in pop thing at the time, I suppose, or that era, I should say. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, I remember, like, Tony Blair went to see them, right? It was, like, maybe. I, I was, like, a, it was, like, his version of the mission accomplished thing. And they're, they're in Basra, and they're at this. Place and they're meeting like all these school children and that, and he's surrounded by like you know British Army and that, and he's like you know I believe in years to come, this will be seen as a pivotal moment of the twenty uh, first century and that you have all been a part of that, and I suppose he was right in a way, but not for the reasons of what he was saying. Well, the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, definitely not. So yeah, the, uh, there was an independent uh, an Amer- Americans hired uh, someone to like investigate the war and for looking for WMDs, their own weapons inspector. And his name was David Kay, and his report returned the verdict we were wrong, which is quite an almighty embarrassing statement think for the, say, the I, Americans to kind of have to admit to. And us, obviously, because we were in on it as well at yeah. the UK. <laughs> uh, I keep saying, I keep thinking when I say us, I think like us three were like in the Bush administration, like pushing for it or something. Um, uh, <laughs> the UK is used to being embarrassed at the, the minute. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah he
1: literally said they had almost entirely that they they, they had been almost entirely incorrect. Yeah, so like literally almost everything on. Everything
0: and and you around. do have to be held accountable. Not st-
1: incorrect, falsified.
0: So John's got the the laptop now, so he can constantly fact check because he is the fact checker. <laughs> um, <laughs> fact checker,
2: John. He's now young Jamie. Yeah, he's
0: he's. Uh, so but you are going to be held to account on the strong language that you, they used on this in the sense of, we know that they have these weapons.
1: It was a definite he gave.
0: Yeah, it? it was like, we know where they are, we're going to have them, and that's why we're going to do it. No, if, what, They <laughs> did it over the UN's <laughs> jurisdiction, right? Which you yeah. could argue is like almost breaking the law in a sense because they're the, to keep order yeah. um, and keep everyone to an account, of which we totally ignored and were like, right, okay, see the UN that we brought in so that he could deal with... Well, if you thought it was the wind that interrupted us, you guessed wrong and you're not getting today's... Super... It was a hurricane! Man. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. It was Tony Blair. Yeah. <laughs> he came in and
1: said, stop this
0: slander! <laughs> Tony Blair and it up for a party. <laughs> they brought cheese and wine and everyone had a great time. Um, and then
1: cake came on the scene.
0: Yeah. But, um, you know, he, like you were just saying there, he said... Like, we were totally wrong. Like, we were that wrong that, you know, we were closer to being right. You know what I mean? Like, it was like, we were so wrong. We weren't even in the ballpark. We are in the other side of the country. It's like
1: when you walk in for your exam and, like, the only thing you do is sign your name.
0: Yeah. That's essentially. (laughs) We didn't have any answers. All the answers we
1: had were not answers. It was like, he has WMDs as the big print on the front cover. And the whole rest of it was just an It's pretty much saying,
2: (laughs) everyone that died, died for fuck all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the sad part of yeah. it, and if you look at all the you stuff I mean? it
0: led to then, and yeah. all the stuff that it's caused afterwards, just for the like this, this occupation, it still hasn't gone away. Exactly, there's still consequences of it. When to this it day. backlash in the Middle East, yeah, man. It's,
2: it's it. I mean, you know, th- I think of the anger of you know people's families and all of that, you know,
0: without a doubt. And obviously, like, it has another little point there that we've already kind of touched on, is like it distracted from the uh, war on terror, which I suppose they included Iraq into it, but we were talking about the hunt for Osama bin Laden, all the resources were proper, proper. It just ma- um, ma-
1: I'm saying, I always use the term, makes me laugh. It doesn't make me laugh, but like, it's strange how ISIS and ISI and everyone just really came on the scene as soon as Osama bin Laden, uh, not Osama bin Laden, um, Saddam Hussein was actually gone. You know, when he actually, like, disappears, all of a sudden you get the ISI, the ISIS, loads more, and all of a sudden these attacks are, like, coming from them more and more. And it's just like, we got rid of Saddam Hussein for this.
0: It's yeah. Like, <sighs> mm. <laughs> like, it's not benefited anyone, no, right? It's not benefited no, any so
1: way, shape, or form. It's like, give me a brick? I'll take my helmet off, and I'm just going to stand here and just yeah. smash my head in the brick wall. Do you know how many,
2: do you know, how many do, um, you know I don't know, like... Obviously, all the gear and all that of um Army Hussein soldiers. Mm. Do you know how much of that like, gear was just lying all over the roads Of people had just yeah, deserted?
0: Yeah.
2: Like, it was, it was mad. It, like, literally covered the road. Fair enough.
0: So, the 18th of March, this is kind of touching on how we were talking about the state, is always so out of its, like, it's so out of touch with its people. Mm. So, obviously, we had the anti-war movement and people didn't really want, to go and it, it, was the feeling was different with this compared to Afghanistan, right? Because obviously they had the atrocity that happened, and that was nine eleven, right? Yeah. Um. So the eighteenth of March two thousand and three, the UK House of Commons holds a debate on go uh, on going to war in Iraq. Motion was approved. So like, there's a collection of MP. I think it's like six hundred and something, or maybe seven hundred now. I think it might have been extended. Um, and they all vote and there's aye, nay whatever. Uh so the motion was approved of four hundred and twelve to one hundred and forty nine so this is again like you know you know people uh have argued about stuff before and they vote it through and it's totally again like we said these people say they're for the people, and they totally vote against them constantly with what they try and make their voice heard on um uh three government ministers resigned in protest at the war, and then the leader of the house at the time Robin Cook, also resigned over the heads of it. So, like, there was really strong feelings within like, politics as well about this. Because there is some people that do proper actually say, no, enough is enough. I'm not just going yeah. with this because it's going to go through. I've got to, like, say what I've got to say. Especially if, like, your constituents are emailing got you or... I've to intervene here, ain't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Lancet survey, which seems to be the most reliable... There's many um, surveys done in terms of the death count... The Lancet survey seems to have the best track record from what I looked into of actually getting stuff right. Uh, estimates 655,000 deaths as a result of the war as of June 20, uh, 2006. So this didn't end until 2011. So it probably went up further uh, before then. But still, 655,000 lives is, you know.
1: Three years in. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that was, yeah, exactly. Um, UK Iraq uh, war inquiry criticized uh the legality of the invasion human casualties human rights violations such as iraq prison abuse scandals which we've seen that before this was to do with like the waterboarding um, and the intelligence services stuff that was going on guantanamo bay and all that which you do look at that and these some of the people First that they Fallujah. yeah some of the people that they detained that they actually had no fucking idea what they were and then put them through like mass fucking inhumane shit it's like you just have to look back at that and go like, whoever's authorised that really needs to be held to account in a, a way of some kind of criminal sanction, because you can't just treat people like that, do you know what I mean? Cause, yeah,
1: it says that it's on uh, 2004, so on April 4th um, so in April and May, sorry, chronic prisoner abuse by US forces in the Abu Ghraib prison outside of Baghdad has revealed in graphic photographs and prisoner testimonies, mm. the scandal triggered backlash against Oh sorry, uh, testimon- testimonials. The scandal triggered backlash against the United States and U.S. forces. Um, so you can imagine exactly exactly goes to exactly what you said earlier when we took him out, and then we done his we done the exact same thing. Yeah, <laughs> we just <laughs> regrouped, and then yeah. we we got caught for it, big style. Yeah. <laughs> so.
0: uh, the financial costs of the war was estimated at one point nine trillion U.S. dollars. Uh, adverse effect on U.S. led. Global war on terror, which I think is evident, right? Because there was n- th- what they were promoting it on was not there, not promoting it, but you know trying to justify it on damage to U.S. traditional alliances and influence in the region, which I think is also that's a hundred percent because obviously we, there was ended up more backlash and more conflicts in the Middle East, especially with the West, and that here's the one that, um, that people find interesting: the disruption of Iraqi oil production and related energy security concerns.
1: goes to SOMO, S-O-M-O. Yeah.
0: The price of oil uh, times by four between 2002 and 2008, which, you know, there was always that argument that we're going there because it's a very oil-rich nation, and yes. the West at the time um, probably is still now to an extent, but at the time at least was very, very dependent on oil. It was very an economy you know based around that resource
1: usa I, th- I believe they bought about 11 11 million tons or 1.4 or it was like 1.1 1. 1 million tons of oil from from iraq yeah or from there before we went in just before we went in in 2003 we bought shed loads from them. well the
0: thing is like we're still, <laughs> like, we're still shed loads. like beef with russia and that in a subconscious way now like we are talking about earlier but we still rely on them to provide gas because they're one of the biggest gas di- th- they are the biggest gas distributor the interesting in the
1: fact with that I thought was obviously when all this was done obviously the question is did we go there for the oil and it turned out well it wouldn't have mattered because the controlling body now is that S-O-M-O mm-hmm. and that's like it's like a, a state owned thing so it's for the people yeah. if, if you I think that's the way that it's, it's described yeah. it's like America doesn't get it they don't own it like they sell it for Iraq and Iraq. like it's sold for where it's at yeah. it goes to the people mm. something along those kind of lines i'm i'm not that technical with it all but i thought that was that was a good thing i was like well at least we didn't steal that or take it it's <laughs> or, always well they claim to, it. It's, <laughs> to oil, it? Yeah. it it's always
2: something to do oil on it yeah and it's always something to do
1: oil oil has got a place a part to play without a doubt but then again i mean we said the same thing about drugs as well so i mean it's it's you just don't know do you until you're there
0: so here's here's some of the most chilling stuff that I think comes away from because um, obviously like death and, and all PTSD and all that is all that's horrible. But I think there's a special type of empathy and sympathy when it comes to how things like this affect children, yeah. Um, yeah. whether it be from like the loss of a parent as a result or um, or whatever. But I thought I'd write some of the stats down because I think it's it's. I don't want to say it's powerful but it's powerful in a way of I think it should be something that should be looked at before anyone ever considers going into conflict with any other nation on earth ever again even the Iraqi children though yeah. Harm, yeah
2: you know like think about growing up in a fucking war zone yeah where it is literally a war zone it's not like
0: yeah it's not like a few people are fighting it's like full on conflict and yeah there's a yeah
2: a kid says something bad to me on the way home from school I well uh, my house blew up yeah you Know what I mean? Like, very mm.
0: wild. Think about so, child malnutrition in Iraq raised by 28% in 2007, which is a pretty frightening number when you think about it. And we're talking about, and there another thing,
1: sanctions have got yeah. put in place. Well,
0: exactly. I'm probably because of the destruction that it may be done, to, like supply chains or uh, uh, own farming own. or something yeah, like that, yeah. you know. Uh, sixty-seven percent uh Iraqi uh children suffered psychological problems from conflict, which yeah we've just literally just said. I mean, who wouldn't in that early age seeing that kind of?
1: It's not even just saying. It, I mean, it's abuse that you yeah. get, they get. I mean, not not saying our soldiers would have done it but you don't know do you like there's abuse you don't really you know because some people
2: like to do you know how you get people that are like like a, for an example like a traffic warden yeah like he likes his job a bit too much yeah, yeah he likes the you, power that comes with and it. and you can yeah. almost get like there's almost definitely going to be some soldiers that are <gasps> that they, they like it too <laughs> much and are really really nice aggressive yeah. in it and there's no need for it you know what i mean but yeah if that with
1: aggression it's all you know yeah right? exactly
0: yeah exactly Due to the lack of clean water to drink, there was a massive cholera outbreak outbreak that happened in northern Iraq. So cholera is a, um, a disease that happens when you don't have clean drinking water. Yeah. It is a very brutal thing that needs to be treated. With happens v- a lot in like Africa and that, not Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And obviously the destruction, again, probably leaves water less drinkable in an environment, less clean water and whatnot from stuff that, that happens. So it's just another kind of consequence of...
2: I mean, war again, right? Think about it's being a ones. think about being a child, right, and hearing a fighter jet fly over, and you drop to the deck with your heads in your hands. Mm. Like, oh, well, yeah, literally, because
1: you're not going to know what's because that's happen. all
2: you know. Do you know what I mean? So, cases of cancer,
0: birth defects, miscarriages, illnesses, and premature births may have increased dramatically. Let's they say maybe, but let's it they probably did. <laughs> due to the presence of depleted uranium and chemicals introduced during American attacks, so obviously with the amount of shit that we're doing, there's, like, blowing stuff up of weapon sites and whatever, even if it was out of date and that, all that stuff's radiation. in the air, radiation. Yeah, yeah. That, that's an, that, These are things that I don't think... Like, people, when we talk about war, they immediately think the, hum, the human cost, which is ultimately the the biggest thing to do with war in the sense of why it's the worst thing in the world. But they think of it as all uh, people dying from like the actual fighting whereas they don't take into the after effects of food supply chains clean drinking water disease the shit you leave behind yeah all exactly exactly
2: yeah. like if you look at how because that grounds can be tarnished for a
0: long time and th- these are like the best environments for shit like new deadly diseases to pop up from giving it these environments where all this stuff's mixing
1: and it doesn't have that. It's, it's not exactly a cold country either no very no. very hot cuz they've brain. got um disease bacteria love
0: heat yeah a different version of SARS right cuz SARS is basically what this coronavirus, coronavirus is now yeah, SARS-CoV-2 or something um but is it uh, is it uh, what's it called is it Middle Eastern respiratory MERS Middle, to, uh, Middle Eastern respiratory disease or something they've got like a very similar thing to it uh over there i don't know if that was necessarily caused That's by the war that sounds
1: quite Clever or something, I'm just going to nod and agree.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> uh, so I've got a few extra points before I've got a few questions that we can end on and maybe discuss for five, ten minutes. We're already on an hour 45 minutes. These things really do go quick now, don't they? Um, so let's talk about a bit about the Bush and Blair relationship because I think we can uh, say that it was a bit too friendly for most people's liking. And I know that America and Britain are two countries that have been on good terms for... You know, ever since we invaded them, um, <laughs> uh, uh, I wonder where they got those kind of ideas from. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, any war, Every
2: war that we've been in with them, we've won. Yeah, and and then America has been a war by themselves. I mean, like, really, they did, I mean, is mm. there
1: ever is there ever really a winner when there's a war?
2: No,
0: no, no. But no. on like you know, but you know, the know what I mean. Victor writes the history, or history is written by the victor, or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um,
1: that's totally biased like so I mean come on people (laughs) Yeah,
0: (laughs) but like Bush and Blair like you see them lit me up and like we were saying they're not exactly similar on the spectrum of policy do you know what
2: you know since you said that I should have done it before I came here but actually researched their relationship a wee bit and did a wee bit of digging but I'm gonna do it actually I want to see what you mean because as a kid growing up I didn't that's not the things I noticed I didn't Mm -hmm. notice that sort of stuff Knew there was a war. Neither yeah, was a bit but not the kind of politicians like, yeah. have never really been something I've been interested mm-hmm.
1: in. Tony Blair was—he just hopped straight into George Bush's pocket. Yeah, that's what he'd done. It he, was yeah. no, there was—he didn't need or his bed. Bush didn't need to <laughs> offer him anything. He essentially invited yeah. Tony Blair over, and before he basically said anything, Tony's like, "I'll do it. I'll
2: do it. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you all the way." And then it's like, I want to know what he was offered. <laughs> there Has to be something i something do you if think it turns out i'm gonna get united <laughs> and you know like what
0: do you think
2: <laughs> i'll give you a billion dollars
0: okay do you, th- do you think um it's a hard position to be in for a british prime minister not trying to like defend them in any way in the sense <sighs> of because america's such a big force in the world and it's a big ally that we find it hard to go oh, against yeah, it doesn't it
1: yeah. the fact that it's not just a big ally it's also someone that controls a lot of everything, because <laughs> even though even though <laughs> I believe
0: like Tony Blair is a snake and a massive liar and that, I don't you might think have
1: done it to solidify relationships with us and them.
0: Yeah, but I don't think might any other. Pr- I don't think any other prime minister that we've had since would have done anything different. I think they would have went along with it as well. I think I David think Cameron right, would right? have went along with it. I think Aye. Boris would have went along with it as long as it was taking the heat off of his party scandal. Wow. Um,
2: Boris would have just went fuck it. I it'll be a laugh. Yeah, because he's now that Ken. Okay, he's well, he got Do you know what? Here.
0: Like he's been talking a lot about the Ukraine thing recently, and I'm like, is he literally trying to get Russia to do this? So Has he got me? a
2: clue what's going to happen if like he does Exactly that. If a war kicks off, there is. It's going to take one, the heat off of his party again. going to be
1: voting for Inahim for a while, because <laughs> <laughs> there's a freaking war happening. And it's like seven. this dude is
0: so cr- It's it's like watching one of those like old BBC comedy shows. And the the he's like a puppet. The structure is around his corruption and how he holds on to that, and that's what's the the funny part. And it's not because it's really <laughs> serious. But some of it's like so laughable because it's, so, laughable it's yeah. so obvious. And it's like, how is this dude even allowed to still? Anyway,
2: um, uh, I've got to be honest with you, Bo, but but I, uh, I, if I, you cannot. You're, you, I don't know, because you're kind of like in this one spot. If I say no, mm. then. What are they going to think of us? Yeah, are they going to you know like
0: Cause not be as friendly to not in the sense of they're going to have beef with us, but
2: they're not going to go okay, we're going to war well, with you. Well, wasn't then. it like
0: Obama said when we did Brexit that we were going to be down the the list in terms of um like people that we trade with and that so stuff like that probably is. Of yeah, we pushed down the line. Yeah, and then obviously Trump came in and he was aye. like, God, that doesn't matter. Like, and then. Um,
2: that's because trump's like basically scottish yeah
0: well and uh, he was quite a kind of well he said it was a brexit well. i did find it funny though when he came to scotland he said scotland was buzzing about the <laughs> brexit referendum but it was like the whole country voted to remain <laughs> it's like can't be that buzzing about it yeah but um well he he they did an interview with him right because he was heavily critical of bush and the administration that they shouldn't have went into iraq and you think to yourself okay he's got a point there for a second but he was like if, if it was me the way that they came out was horrible. It's like, keep the oil. So, like, he's obviously got vested interests in it for himself. Like, he didn't want to go in, but he thinks coming out, they should keep something for it. You know what I mean? There's that kind of, we shouldn't, we should just maybe come out because we're, you know, it's not our country. Um, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, that little minuscule point. But, um, like, w- when I look at, like, stuff like Obama said when we did the Brexit uh, referendum, um I'm thinking maybe, like, as well, the Lockerbie bomber, do you remember when that thing happened? And uh, the Scottish government let him go back to Libya um, to, like, live the last three months of his life, and it didn't turn it to be three months, it turned it to be, like, four years. And then Obama was raging with us about that as well, which, uh, you know, a lot of American people died on that airliner that he was the yeah. cause of the bomb for and that. So you can un- understand that, but it's stuff like that that where we've kind of... Uh, more so the Brexit one, right? You can understand the Lockerbie Bomber one because that was the wrong decision. That guy had been convicted of... Yeah. You, the people that blew that died on that plane didn't get compassionate grounds to go back and see their families. So why should the guy, that just because he's got a terminal illness, he's still committed an atrocity or whatever, right? Anyway. But the ref- Brexit referendum was more we were kind of going against, they would have liked just to have stayed in the European Union and mm-hmm. we decided to go against that, what they wanted us to, so they kind of were like, we're going to not trade with you as much. So I wonder if something like that was probably playing at the back of the government at the time's mind of, you know. Should we or should be not. Yeah, because it's like, we're going to piss a fuckload of people off if we do, but people's...
2: We're damned if we do, we're damned yeah. if we don't really, because America, I, I kind of look like is someone that, you, you know you sort of need and so it holds a lot of influence over yeah. us doesn't it right? yeah a lot of trading deals and all that sort of shit
0: and it was very one way for a bit like do you remember the there's an extradition pact between um the United Kingdom and America but it's very one sided or at least it was anyway in the sense of so the extradition pact is like if someone has committed a crime in that country and they live in the other country the country will send them to the country the crime has been committed in to face yeah. trial and stuff yeah um, But it was very one-sided in the sense of, and it's it's still showing now, right? Because, uh, do you remember the story of Gary McKinnon? You ever aware of that name? He was a guy with um autism that hacked the Pentagon. Yes. And this went on for years. Like, they tried to get him for about ten years until Theresa May, who was the Home Secretary at the time, blocked his extradition. But this, like, if you're thinking of a dude that, I mean, admittedly what he did was wrong and probably should have... Um, served a jail sentence over here, where he was close to his family, and that I think yeah. that would have been fair enough. I don't yeah. think sending a person um, that's vulnerable to Guantanamo Bay is humane. So I, I wouldn't Definitely have agreed not. with like extraditing him to America and
2: stuff. Um, the Americans can be brutal, are they? Yeah, a hundred percent. And they
0: were—they're not going to take into account of anyway. But you're seeing it now, for example, the other way around, They have um, that U.S. diplomat that ran that. Uh, Teenager over because she was driving on the wrong side of the road. That's right. And she's not being, and they're not even entertaining the idea where they appealed and appealed the Gary McKinnon thing for years. And we were saying, can he not serve a sentence here so he can be close to his mom and that so he still has a support neck where he's still getting punished for what he did? Mm-hmm. And then the Americans were like, no, he's got a face trial in america and that so it was very one-sided and this happened a lot of
2: i think it's probably because it was a fucking pentagon hack, hacked though yeah no 100 like percent, and I, I think do. there was
0: another case like that as well where it was like the fbi or something at a different time yeah. but that got blocked as well because funnily enough that they also like were like had autism and stuff but um uh but like you see that in the sense of okay i understand what that lady did was a mistake and she, like, obviously it was just because she's used to driving on the other side of the road. But, like, at the end of the day, you still killed someone, you know what I mean? Like, do the right thing. And no one's saying that you meant to murder the guy. They were just saying, like, you've got to be accountable yeah. for stuff that you've done. She won't come back. You back, can't she? just hide behind a black community. So, like, the point I'm trying to make is that, like, that's one thing where it's very one sided towards them. And they were really raging at us for not handing over someone that is, you know, is a vulnerable person and probably. We were saying, look, we can the trial can happen, but his sentence just over here to be closer, which I think's fair, yeah. Right? Think I think mean. so, um, considering yeah. the grand scheme of things. But the it's not even that I think if they offered like the Americans of look, as long as she comes back and faces trial, but she can then serve her sentence in America, I think mm-hmm. they wouldn't even entertain that because I think when Trump was in office, the parents. Who went through like a uh, quite an ordeal, right? In the sense of like they're not getting justice for their son whatsoever because the person's hiding behind the diplomatic. That's community. the kid that got killed in the bike, right? Yeah, yeah. And they went over to the White House to meet him and see if he could do anything about it. And they had her in the next room. That they, they were planning on letting her meet the parents, and I'm like, read the fucking room, guys. Do you know what I mean? Like you, like, whoever <laughs> thought that up. But anyway, we're getting a bit off topic, but that's what I'm just trying to say. It's always kind of been a bit.
2: Just one more uh, point, to add. Right? You see the the way Americans are. The way I think of it is. The American government, uh, listen, I like America. Mm. I, I think it's, I know, I love America, right? But the thing is, is that <laughs> I, the way I see the government is sometimes is that they think America is the greatest com- country in the world yeah. and nothing's ever as big or yeah. as great as they are. I can't
0: see anyone's point of view that yeah, that I, anything needs to be changed better or less. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like we're
2: America, yeah, fuck yeah. America. Exactly. Freedom like is America. the only way. <laughs> <laughs> and it's America. like, that sometimes I think that rubs off on some of the people. They're not all like that, but No. A lot of them are like, yeah, America. America's the greatest country in the fucking world. Yeah, it's the biggest country in the world. No one's getting. You know what I mean? It's like.
1: You know what else pisses me off though? It's not actually their country. <laughs> 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 do, 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 do you want? to get yeah. technical? Yeah, <laughs> do, do, it. want to get te- it's not actually their country. Let's get technical. No, Yeah. we're opening a whole other
0: kind of worms. <laughs> there. Do that's a, that's so another podcast. Another so we're nearly. Is is at, we're nearly. At, we're episode. nearly at two hours. We have to do that.
1: Yeah, Shit, actually. Well, we, we actually.
0: I'm not saying that we can't do it, I'm just saying not right
2: now. No, yeah. it. <laughs> Biden will be on the phone, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: the
0: people in the northeast corner are murderers. Then yeah. he's on video, <laughs> yeah. what's going on here? Yeah, but it's <laughs> that hey, we're not allowed <laughs> to carry that.
3: Yeah,
1: but then <laughs> he watches, watches the video. northeast corner
0: 36, Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> then he watches <laughs> Joe a video, and it's a knockout. We still
2: get, we're still getting the, the cardboard cut out. Yeah, right? when they yeah. watch the video, though, and on the couch will be Donald Trump in that corner. Yeah, yeah. He'd be like, yeah, I've got a bit of enlightenment to this.
0: Could you imagine if we were like chosen to mediate the deb- debate between them if they go against each other again? That's full like, going there. With imagine if we like, promote it as like, the is rematch. Right <laughs> <Yeah>. Biden. <laughs> <Celebrity> <laughs> boxing is now real. Um, Let's do this. <laughs> right, anyway, we're here to talk about the Iraq stuff. That was like a five minutes of just getting it's other bad. random stuff out of our system. And Anyway, so capture of Saddam, operation was called Red Dawn. We've already mentioned that. Redacted on the 13th of December, 2003 town of uh, Adwar, uh, was found in a spider hole at half or Iraq time. Task Force 121 carried out 12 unsuccessful raids previously in Manhunt for Saddam, so this was the whole stuff of, of near the golem, he's gone again, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, raid had been completed and people were about, the marines were about to extract, and a marine, I, I think I was talking to you about this just before we came on, a marine stumbled over the spider hole. And he was about to throw a grenade into it to like clean it out where Saddam was hiding, and like uh, like I said, Saddam must have like knew the English word for grenade because he was like, "Hold up, son, like I'm <laughs> coming, coming out." Like apparently he brand like he had um, like a a Colt like a pistol on him, um, which is probably not the thing you want to show first because they're probably like done. <laughs> like um, so he comes out, he's all fucked up in that because he's been hiding in the spider hole for like seven months um obviously not literally been hiding in it for seven months but he's been in there on all, the run for oh, seven yeah for ages a um uh so then they were like uh literally imagine that like the, the luck of that they were literally about to leave like this guy that just like stumbled on it like oh well better uh, better, better better, better sorry than safe <laughs> um, frog out yeah uh and then yeah, that's how they got him. So I just
2: thrown a semtex where I stuck to his heed. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, Saddam's war crimes trial uh, was it took place from the nineteenth of October two thousand and five to December. Because it's like it feels like uh-huh. he wasn't in captivity that long, from what I remember of it anyway. But he was like he was in it there for multiple like It I a,
1: a bet it felt long for him. Yeah. But Three years probably sat in a hole.
0: It felt like to me it was like he got captured and then he just like died like the year the next year. But obviously there was like a due process and that was. You know, do you
2: think the guards and all that the and and do you think they I uh, in America or not? Do you think the where did they kill him?
0: Uh, he was there right. He, he was held in Baghdad. So oh, he, he's held he went. There. He went to it. I I always thought did he go to mainland America or something like? But um, I no. Thought- he he was held in a military base in Baghdad. Then they let the Iraqis try him and then they handed him over to the officials then and they ended up hanging him for crimes. Saddam sentenced to death, which, you know, obviously he committed mass atrocity on his own people and stuff. Saddam executed um, December 30th, 2006. And I know that he had appealed and stuff against his um, verdict, uh, sentence or whatever. But yeah, it's for like being a prisoner of war. Yeah, yeah. He
1: didn't want tried for war
0: crimes, did he? Yeah, so he couldn't really... He couldn't really complain, could he? I mean, he was going to do everything his best. Without it. But Anyway, I've got some questions. Where do I put them? Oh, dear. Hold on. <laughs> Quickly, talk about America not being its country again or something while I find the questions. <laughs> the founding fathers are what? Oh, no, <laughs> find them. Founding fathers. It's okay. Previously owned it's okay. space. It's okay. it's okay. No, it's okay. Look, everything's fine. No
2: controversy was said. <laughs> 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 ufos are real right so
0: um, we'll sp- we'll speak about these for five or so minutes because we're approaching the two-hour mark and
1: i'm getting quite fidgety i must admit yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> so i'm a bit like Ugh.
0: why were people making decisions never held, held accountable right because even though we all generally accept that the invasion was a massive fuck up in the sense of it wasn't at the well, time it they played off, it was in our best interest. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it just wasn't. And, like, there was no weapons, there was no yeah. threat of capability that that could have affected. I mean, we've Western touched country. on this in
1: previous podcasts. The power of the media, yeah. and, like, the power <laughs> of what the government <laughs> actually chooses to tell us is you
0: know, it's yeah. very persuasive. You know.
2: Yeah. yeah it's and crazy. there's, so, I mean, you've got the government. We know then what we can see, you know? You've got the government saying shit, and then you've got people even higher than that that you don't know about. Mm. That saying sh- that that, tell, that they make they call the shots.
1: I mean, then you've got people you know? who are actually going over there and they're like, We didn't know why we're there. It's yeah. like, for
2: an example, do you know how you get like the royal family, right? There's people that tell them what to do, they don't yeah. get to do what they yeah, want like to do.
0: Yeah, like the Queen's like speech, not the Christmas one, but the one that they because I was learning about this when she goes to like, uh, I don't think it's parliament or that, but they have her in some building where they she addresses the government, but that mm. speech is written by the government. And, like, apparently, like, some MPs got to be held hostage at Buckingham Palace to make sure that, like, a tyrannical government doesn't take the Queen and stuff. But you would think if they were that tyrannical, they would sacrifice you know one what? MP. But anyway. Yeah,
2: like, that whole sort of shit <laughs> in between... It's like, people call these, like, you know the people that's, like, uh, they're really call cool the shots? I do not know that about that. <laughs> that it was the I, first did, I did, was aware of it as well. I didn't know about that either, eh?
0: I don't no, think it's like, like they have them at gunpoint like don't you move I think they just like have them like sit there the guy there. with the big beaver hats and yeah you sound ain't going anywhere
2: yeah <laughs> I bet it's like you know how you get like people call them the elite yeah like you've probably heard of that before but like there's people that are in charge and that they call the shots and I didn't actually know that about the royal family but it's true and it was like they were telling um, Diana what to do and stuff like that mm. before she died and that there was mm. uh, yeah you've got to do this you can't do this it's a very this, PR do. driven machine the royal it's family it's pretty wild like it, the shit that would probably scare you. Yeah. The stuff that you, you'd find out that you're never obviously going to find out, but yeah.
1: I bet some of them wish that. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> anyway. Hmm? <I'm> so after i <laughs> I'll leave that one. oh right, anyway. Uh. Yeah, don't get us cancelled. We're, na- <laughs> yeah. we're nearly at spot. We've nearly made it.
0: Um Time it off camera, eh? uh, So, like, you know, the two main ones, Bush and Blair, mm. Nothing happened to Bush. He got another term and then seen out that term and then left office and speaks and stuff. And now Tony Blair's getting knighted. Night <laughs> yeah. So it's like there's been no accountability for these fucks that have authorized this shit that cost 600,000 lives on all sides, all the disease, <laughs> the all 30. the psychological problems, all we the fucking I mean, we, yeah. economic crashes and shit as a result of all this bullshit. Do you know what I mean?
2: Oh, Tony.
1: That is wild, and it's like yeah, yeah. It's like you say, and then people go to court, and they're like, you've got, you've got
0: to be held accountable for your yeah. actions. I and mean, then like, Why? Tony Blair's <laughs> that dude in that South Park episode, you know, when BP drilled into the Gulf of Mexico, and they had the BP <laughs> guy just turn around and say, "Sorry." Yeah. That's what he's basically done. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, sorry. It's like it's I think well. we need a little bit more than that. You know what I mean? I think you need to at least like. <laughs> do you know, how, do you know how
2: obviously like the whole thing with Hitler, right? Yeah. And he killed how many people? And then, but. Churchill killed a lot of people too and yeah. nothing mm-hmm. happened to him.
0: Yeah, exactly. He's, that's history's written by the victor again, right? Because Yeah, he's, exactly, there you go. Because he's seen as quite like this war hero in that and then when it was like brought to light all this kind of very, very dodgy stuff that he had done yeah. and then people were attacking the statues and then he had like his own cult thingy of like people defending the statues. Yeah. It all got very weird for Like sec- I'm
2: not sitting here going, oh, poor Hitler. No, exactly. I'm saying yeah. that, but I'm just saying like, Sometimes it's not always one's one viewed way. as a good guy, one's viewed as a bad guy, but both in ways. reality,
0: they've both done very horrible things, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, yeah, yeah, there's no denying
1: that, so. no denying that. Like, um, chemical warfare, there was just disgusting.
0: So, yeah,
2: Tony Blair, Bell yeah, yeah, yeah. Just that,
1: set,
0: I on. can't, uh, that was that gave me some hope because even though that it's not going to get the knighthood rescinded that petition that got over like a million and a half that signatures. was pretty
2: crazy that that, that sends a message it time. does
0: it does show that like you if can't you hit, can't I'd pull the like, wool over eyes i don't
1: eyes. want it i don't want it if well that's hit, what we like
0: said last time if he had any decency on any guilt of what he actually did he would turn that down. Yeah, but he doesn't have exactly. any... Pieces, doesn't he doesn't have any guilt over why, it. That's why he's a He's fucking... literally sitting there like, I got not believe this is like...
2: Yeah, they're, but they're MPs for a reason. Yeah.
1: The NEC's onto you now, man. But they're <laughs> like, you know, they're
2: all like professional liars and they've literally like... You know, when you become an MP, it's like you sign a little document and it's like... Yeah, shame, I don't have it anymore. Yeah. There's no such thing yeah, as shame. Yeah, they're like conditioned <laughs> into these robots yeah, that
0: are like, yeah. I just make fucking bad decisions and everyone accepts that, and then, you know what, I just become a regular member of society again after I've done all that. I don't so. have any
2: shame, I don't have a soul. I am them to the devil, definitely.
0: And I'll take, take the right hood and... I
1: sell them to the devil when I shook hands with George W. Bush. <laughs>
0: so anyway, we'll, we'll move on from that. No one got held accountable, that's wrong, Very because wrong. at the end of the day... All that stuff that I listed earlier, the disease, the death, the PTSD, the effects of after it in terms of killing more people from more disease and radiation and stuff like that, you can't just look at that and say sorry. Yeah, no, you know what sorry I mean? is not good enough like, for that. Whether you were convinced that they had weapons of mass destruction or not, you the, the, the baton lies with you you can't just say oh the intelligence was off because you should have been looking at that over and over and over again and been absolutely a hundred thousand percent sure of your decision that you're making which you clearly didn't because you were trying to
2: force this through way earlier than what you actually ended up getting it through anyway and i just i just can't believe that after all of these years that decide to give him to give that to Tony Blair. Yeah, exactly. It's like a dog pissing on the carpet and going, there you go here. That's yeah, like, exactly. It was, <laughs> it's like... Uh, uh, it, uh, it
0: might actually be, and I know there's a lot of shit that gets done in Parliament and lots of shit that gets done by the government and the, the state and whatever that's just ridiculous and fucks the people over time and time again. This has got to be the worst one of this it's century. It's got to be anyway. one of the, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. But did they think that because giving it to him now and then did they think, oh, well, we'll just leave it so many years and then they'll think oh he's forgotten about like they've forgotten about what you did yeah it's crazy like maybe like that's why they waited that long I don't know
1: I think with with politicians ignorance is just bliss publicity is publicity I mean no one's heard anything of Tony Blair for ages and, then and he then just, he's getting a knighthood now. That's the only thing people are bloody talking about. I bet he's, yeah. I bet he's made
0: millions. I know. Yeah, I bet right. And we're kind of contributing to it too, aren't we? But L- that, guy, that guy isn't hurt for <laughs> cash. I'll tell yeah. you that now. Yeah, he's got so many speaking rules. He's got money on a lot of businesses as yeah. the world and stuff.
1: Well, that's what you do. When you get to that kind of position, that's what people want you it's to like do. It's like a system they want you, to you invest. Yeah. So you literally invest. So all you have to do is become your own... Well, you, you, normally to become an MP, you pay... The 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 governing body that you're applying to, you pay them like a set amount, and then they give you everything you need. And they're saying you're running for them, and you just get told where you've got to go. But if you want to do more than that, you've got to put your own money into it, haven't you? Yeah. So this is where you want like all these ex prime ministers, you want all them involved in businesses together. So then they're like, "All right, well, we're all part of the same business. You Mm -hmm. support me, Kane, Come on, Mm -hmm. give me like five percent or whatever. Just give me give me a load of funding, fund my whole." Campaign. They're not. I
2: mean, they're not hurting for cash. Not no. one of them. Do you know what no. I mean? They never will be though. They're yeah, exactly. Be. But the thing, that's the thing, like the more money they get, the more money you're it's making in the bank and all the investments that they're making too. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like they don't have to do anything anymore. Like Tony Boyer doesn't have to do anything see anymore. See if we
1: all actually got paid like totally differently. So say, for example, someone who actually done construction work, like actual, actual proper manual lifting was getting one of the highest paid jobs or someone who's an actual like robotist. Like, that, Build something mental, you know, but like instead of these people, like, I mean, I've done it, sat at a desk before getting paid better than people who do manual labor. Yeah, like, that's ridiculous. Mm. <laughs> do, do, you know, do you know what I mean? How we're like, we're kind of like built it up that the less you do, the more you should be paid. Depend- like, this is, depending
2: <laughs> on the job wow. and the obviously and the, the industry, yeah, definitely. depending on that. But I think, you know, it's just say you're an important, you're doing some important shit, mm. fair enough. Okay, get paid a lot, but at least.
1: Don't don't just be like I'm gonna give you sixty k <laughs> at least take it. For, yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> for showing up to work and typing it and giving a yeah. speech. Are you mental? <laughs> yeah. Another thing about politicians, <laughs> oh, though, right? Oh, the country's broke, by the way, but I get paid sixty k to be here. Another anna,
2: <laughs> another thing about politicians, though, and I laughed, right? You've got Boris Johnson coming out at number ten, and by the way, if you ever look at number ten, the the O well, the zero isn't O. If mm. you ever have you ever noticed that, yeah, why is that? I think it's
0: just world domination,
2: isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I noticed that. But it's just like, that doesn't look right. Eh? It's just anyway, I think it's just maybe maybe someone it?
0: knocked the original one off. <laughs> it's of kind of like, come on, <laughs> it's like,
2: what, a pound out of home base? It's yeah. well, not even home base, it's not even a shop anymore, is it? B&Q. But like. Um,
1: Does it have a knocker in the middle of it?
2: No. Oh, I don't know.
1: Then. Does it have an IP No,
2: it's, no, no. it's just like, it's it's an actual oh, it's not a zero. Yeah. It's a letter I oh, I don't know why. But I anyway. anyway do you know how you get like. <laughs> You, get,
0: go down, we, you know how you hand those things in to like pe- uh, petition government about we should do that for the O on Downing Street door? Like, get up, off and get a zero there on there. Zero. I reckon, it me, I
2: reckon it probably means it on huh? there, yeah. But do, I, do you know how you get the journalists that are always shouting at them? Yeah, like, uh, what are, are you, doing you in tomorrow, trouble, Prime Minister? minister. <laughs> like, <things> like <laughs> it's the same yeah. person
0: as well. <laughs> but
2: <laughs> <laughs> but if you know, it's so like, not even a journalist, it's he's just like, a stop. You walk out the door, but you could literally go. You're a wanker, Prime Minister, and he would just yeah. go,
3: he yeah. just <laughs> wave at
2: you. If <laughs> I was <laughs> me in the street, I'd be like, what did you just say? <laughs> like, he doesn't give a fuck. Well, do you remember John
0: Prescott? Remember that guy threw an egg off and He'd be proper, like, started scrabbing. He was, like, um, Deputy Prime Minister of the Labour Party. Somebody just nailed him with an egg, and they started going at it in the
2: crowd. Somebody just got jailed, though, for harassing that boy, Yeah, well, I can't he? remember his name. No, the bald guy with the big eyebrows.
0: Chris Whitty. Uh, yeah, he was the chief medical officer. Yeah, because the they were hounding him in the street. Yeah, like, they
2: were around his neck and that, taking Snapchat. Yeah, <laughs> boy, got jailed. Yeah, for like a month, maybe it wasn't long. I know it wasn't long. Yeah, I can't remember how long was. so
1: right. you got jailed. If you, want, if you get jailed, you've got a criminal record. Yeah, 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 you get
2: yeah, jailed. And you're in jail you're TV and you're on TV and you're well known, order. so
0: people are going to try and like, All yeah,
2: right. Right. you got jailed
0: anyway. <laughs> You don't want st- a minister my no. like that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's literally you could say, and it was like he would just why, wave. He why would just is wave. that
0: zero and O on the door, prime minister? <laughs> <laughs> How <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the same with, like the the bloody chancellor when he does the budget he comes out with that stupid red briefcase. Aye, like, what the what fuck? the hell's the meaning of that? Just like I've just went and fucked everyone over for the next two years by putting all the fucking st- all like, the essential stuff up in price.
2: Do you know what it's kind of like though? It's kind of like yeah, it's an important briefcase. Let's make it bright yeah. red. Let's make it bright red. I don't like that. I don't. Why like is this
0: country likes. an episode of Wacky Races? Why
2: is it just? It's right. like, don't worry, it's like only an excuse. They should do... Yeah, aye. They should fucking do an episode and Just wait until Captain
1: Captain K back up there again. Oh,
2: why are we not doing a sketch So We would
0: have so many ideas for the type of shit like this. We just... Ah, oh, well, we couldn't really do it, it in here. It have to be... We can't go and down the street either. Well, it's we, a bit we could. Right. We could, could, but it would cost a lot of money. Anyway. Yeah. Right, a couple of last questions, because we keep branching off, and we're now at two hours, ten minutes, so... Yeah, I need the, 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 the the war The War's <laughs> Legacy... We can all agree is negative. There's no <laughs> yeah. no positive to it whatsoever. Here's one that I find really interesting. Do we, um, or did the coalition, hold themselves to different standards than they would others? This kind of links into what's happening now, right? Because we're saying, look, Russia, you shouldn't be invading Ukraine, right? As a sovereign state, don't do it. But we do shit like that, and we've done so for the last you 20, 30 say, years. Exactly, because like, we used to criticise Russia heavily for being in Afghanistan. Then we ended up in Afghanistan. You know what I'm saying? I know the 9/11 thing happened and stuff like that, but it's like it seems like we've done the same thing with QA.
1: We moaned about Hussein taking QA, and then we went in and took it back off of it. It's yeah. not as if we gifted it back to anyone, did we? We still kept we the still yeah. yeah, we still kept it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like
0: it's just empires <laughs> beefing with empires, really, isn't it? Yeah, and right it's right. like, and they, 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 thats the the twist again, where it's like that's against human rights and stuff. And it's like, well, what about when you did that in two thousand three? And it's like, well, we don't well, talk about yeah, that well, anymore. You torture loads of people. It kind of looks
2: like to me, though. It's like all the, the, it's like the countries that have got the money, and I've got power, and muscle. Just, it's just a fucking playground. Yeah, it really is the world, really. Yeah. Because, so, yeah
1: you can't do that. Yeah, yeah but you've you done that. Yeah, but our terms were justified. Why? Because you think so. Well, yeah. It's like, well, that's not how it works.
2: See, the likes of Australia and New Zealand and China. What should have
1: happened, I I believe, is the UN should have essentially enforced sanctions on Yes, they should have. They should have just said, nah, you're getting totally sanctioned, you're being cut off. Because that's what we're talking about doing, like, the the countries that are planning on invading places.
0: that's, That's exactly what should have happened.
1: Should have been... You can't be fucking trusted. Australia, America, and Poland. Yeah, you have. Yeah, you are held to
0: the same standard of every other. Just because you're America and UK and Australia and all these uh, dem- democratic countries, in your own view. Yeah. Anyway.
1: But it's a true. It's, it's, it's that's, like, that's quite a powerful statement. But yeah, it's it's fucking it's true though, isn't it? When you think about it, it's just like it's
2: like you can't be fucking trusted. Yeah. That much.
0: Exactly. That's pretty much it, isn't it? Yeah. So the last one was basically how do we stop events like this happening again in the future? But I feel like We can't we can't. We're just gonna repeat need, the same old shit. Yeah. V for over. Vendetta style, we need to
1: take down the government, we need to get our own we need to get a different kind of government, one that is actually I think the system created is and formed by the people. You know how they how essentially yeah. instead of us being told, Oh this guy's a guy, I don't care about him, why not why can't I hear about Ryan? Or why can't I go hear about why can't I hear about Jamie? I know these people, I trust these people. But why have we gotta go listen to like some twat? <laughs> I mean, well luckily for the people at home they can't no listen to us on life.
0: Spotify, Breaker, Apple yeah. <laughs> Podcasts, YouTube, and Google Vote Podcasts. <laughs> anyway, that's the end of the episode. Two hours fifteen minutes. Take care people. Ciao ciao for now. Oh, it's a new one for Twitch?
1: Ciao, ciao for now. That's it. Oh, oh, oh. Ciao ciao for now. We're back with a vengeance. <laughs> <laughs>